And we are live. Hey, Concrete. What's good? What's good? What's good? Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. What's good? Girl, nothing much. Just glad it's almost the weekend, honey. I'm ready. Child, it's, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm ready for the weekend, too. And I don't know why. I don't have a ton going on, but... um. It's been a busy week. It's been a very busy week. A lot going on as it relates to work and um, just a lot of different projects at work and a lot um, as it relates to that. A lot of stuff, assignments and different reports due and child, I, I need a break. I'm, I think I'm about due for a couple of days off. That's that's what I that's what I think it is. <laughs> Now, why is that funny? I mean, you know, I won't actually take off and not do anything, but I just don't want to not have to clock in. The Girl, world. you know, you ain't going to work. You know, you're going to work while you off. I don't even know why you why you doing that. I will, but I won't have to get up and get out of bed early in the morning to do it. I mean, I'm. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know how it is. Like, I'm salary. So, like, I actually literally work every single day of the week every day of the week i pull out my laptop and i do some work and that's why people feel like working from home is kind of like a um it's not as beneficial as going in the office because people get caught up in the trap of do literally i'll be sending out emails girl at 11 12 o'clock at night i'll get on my computer at any point of time in the day and be like let me just finish did you know what i um i wonder if they ever responded back about that um email i sent out about that person's login information child i'm the worst with that and i need i need to stop it i, I do because it is um not a good habit it's not healthy so you're right. I probably will still do some work, but I won't do a full shift of work. So there's that. Yeah. How you doing though? I'm doing good. Um, for the most part, uh, you know, I didn't re-upped on the iron girl. I'm ready to. Uh, I, I'm I'm actually just you ready to get down. Actually, I did. Um, okay. I have been taking a couple shots a day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be glowy and cute and stuff. Okay. And so, you know, I've been trying to get it in. Um, I wanted to shout out to MGTOW Universe. I'm so glad you're here. Um, he said, uh, could your reports be automated via macros slash VBA scripts in Excel? Um, okay, so... What I do is I export a lot of the data that I need, but I need data. I'm pulling data from multiple sources. So it's not that easy because the data comes from like three or four different sources. It's not something that I can automate, um, unfortunately, but like the bulk of it, the heaviest part of the report, I export the data from one source and then I'm just filling in the data from the other two sources and going in and kind of filling in some of the blanks. But I do do as much automation as I can. So there is that. There was something I was going to tell you about. Oh, okay. So 
girl, my husband, he has been in the lab and he's been making, he has been just experimenting with different flavors and stuff. So when we link up, I'm going to bring you some stuff. So I'm like his kombucha, he's been experimenting with, girl, a multitude of different. I thought you was going to tell me about some damn moonshine with no damn kombucha. Oh, Who is that? Not, so some, he ain't been messing with the kombucha. I don't, I don't think... Um, he is making something. I don't know what it is, but he is making something. Yeah, whatever that <laughs> is that you got to sell under the. T let me know about that shit. That's what I'm. Yeah. The and the um, the um, what's the stuff that everybody loves? Oh my gosh, he just made some some um sea moss. Oh. moss. Yeah, some kiwi flavors. Sea Bring moss. me so some of that girl. Sea moss flavors and the kombucha. But um, he's making something alcohol related. I don't know what it is. It may be um, it may be like that rice wine stuff. I have to ask him to to okay. verify what that is. Okay. But I, I'll let you know. But well, um, yeah. Okay, you got anything else going on, child? Um, nothing else. Nothing else as it relates to the home front. Um, nothing really. Um. Well, Let's get off into a little bit of tea, though. What's good? Well, um, shout out to MGTOW Universe. I did want you to know, you and DMAC the Trucker, that tomorrow is the first day of Hispanic Heritage Month. And oh. I want you to celebrate all the lovely Latinas. If you guys send us some donations, we will eat tacos tomorrow. So <laughs> I just wanted you guys to know that. I'll even I, upload a picture of it on the community tab for y'all, baby. Listen, of a margarita and a nice taco, nice chalupa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even buy a bag of rice. So, you know, I, I just wanted to be able to show my support. Let me for tell you something. I got a taste for some queso. <laughs> <laughs> I, bees, listen. I, listen, I am trying to tell you, baby. Y'all, y'all go ahead and um keep the donations rolling, and we will upload their proof of life to let y'all know that <laughs> Taco Thursday is in full effect. You hear me? You that hear part. me? That mm. part. So you know. I'm with it. Um <laughs> Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat, Harlem Quinn, D Mac, uh, talking about we don't look cute. You crazy as hell. Hey, you know you was course. like ooh la la Why? when you saw us. Who in the chat line? Listen, don't get struck down by lightning. Y'all look like some teachers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> teachers that you. Yeah, we do. Oh my we god. <laughs> they wish we was teaching them when they was back in when they had teachers that looked this good when they was back in school, baby. They wish. Listen, mm -hmm. uh, he's shout out to Mick again. He said, I'll donate for that dirty foot commercial oh, oh, oh. like y'all were talking about the last three. <laughs> oh my gosh, big truck. I know you ain't up in here talking mess. Big truck always talking mess. Big <laughs> truck, I, you know, we was just trying to uh tell you guys it's Hispanic Heritage Month. I'm gonna call and Priscilla back for him. Listen, girl. she went in. <laughs> Well, girl, let me get off into some some tea because girl, it's been tea, tea, tea has been hot. Mm -hmm. They finally committed that damn person. I saw your favorite singer. Get out of here! Whatever. <laughs> yeah. The musical genius. The musical genius, <laughs> aka predatory. Um, Mister. Um, piss on you. I, I saw it in in, in six, right six counts. God damn it! Not in not right one. Right not two. Up. 
throw away the key. He he is Six right where he wants to be. Yes, yes, yes. But I why, am. But, but why R. Kelly had twenty one? It was it twenty one thousand, twenty five thousand dollars on his twenty seven thousand. They took all of it, but five hundred mm-hmm. and then <sighs> the restitution. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, bruh, <laughs> you you thought she was gonna buy your buy your way out of being raped. He gonna have to raped. put it in his mom. He gonna have to put it in somebody's name. He gonna have to have when when people donate to his books, have to put it in his uh selling name. That's what he got to do. That's what Long they time. do. Get around yeah. it. He know. But the thing is, in Chicago, like he in Chicago, I already know the one thing about it. Kels is a predator, but I already know he getting all type of hometown love. And you know, like in Chicago, well, we already talked about them doing the purge. Like in Chicago, you could order pizzas. Like the the guards, I already know they giving that man all type of privileges and all type of stuff up in there. So he probably would rather be serving his time there than anywhere else. But um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, sure. rightfully so. He was convicted, and yeah, now it's just for the sentencing. That man ain't gonna see the light of day, ain't gonna see it, ain't gonna see it, not in the slightest bit. But I was mm-hmm. like, damn, it is about damn time. This should have happened 20 years ago when we seen yep. the first one. So mm-hmm. I thought that that was um a good thing, you know, to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, which go ahead, yeah, did you uh? see your girl nikki well i wanted to let me no i didn't uh, what about her go ahead um what about nikki so nikki is suing um bloggers now child oh i did see that mm-hmm. um there's this blogger um named nosy ho and um nosy ho has been talking cash shit about nikki and nikki's husband baby then she didn't even went down to the child listen she didn't talk about the girl's child now i was like that now bitch you're taking it too far leave the the babies out of it you don't have to you don't have to do that just leave the babies out of it that's going a little too far leave the babies alone leave the babies alone but they got nothing to do with it um yeah, so I, I thought that that those things are super interesting. Yeah, um, I wanted to. I saw something that I found to be very interesting, and I wanted to see if you had also seen the information about the young girl. It was a similar situation to Centoya Brown. It was a mm-hmm. teenager that was trafficked in Iowa, who um, uh, allegedly, well, who actually. Um, uh unalived her rapist who her alleged rapist who um her um let me see how can i say this the man who was trafficking her sold her to she unalived um the john and um she was essentially given a deferred judgment so she was given a deferred judgment meaning she will is required to do five years of probation and essentially if she keeps her nose clean she can avoid having a felony conviction on her record but she's being required to pay 150,000 in restitution so she unalived the man who she was sold to and um, after she stated that he raped her 
multiple times and it was over and he went to sleep. She got up and she said she put her clothes on and she just blacked out and in blacking out, she unalived him, went back to the trafficker, the, the pimp. She went back to, stole the man's car, very similar to Centoya, but she had a, a rough upbringing. She was adopted, ran away, all the things and was with the pimp. And, you know, so she went to the man who sold her to the John and um, didn't know him. And the next day they, you know, tracked her down and she was arrested and she was she was 15 at the time. The man was like 37, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. so um, they are, you know, making her pay $150,000 in restitution. And then she will be on probation for five years. And I'm seeing a lot of people uh, pretty upset about the fact that she's being faced with having to pay this $150,000 in restitution. And I'm going to reserve my opinion of it um, until after I get what your thoughts are of it first. Yeah, um, I, that's very unfortunate because when you go through those types of things and you experience PTSD from that and you, you decide to take action, then it's like you're not letting the justice system handle whatever and I I get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't I, I, I get where she's coming from. I, I totally get it. I don't feel like she should have to pay restitution, but you know the justice system is always gonna be the justice system. And uh, but I think 150,000 is hella excessive, and it's almost like she's gonna be a prisoner to that um when she was the one abused and 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 fucked over so i, I just mm -hmm. i think it's hella unfortunate hella unfortunate and you know uh praying yeah. for her healing i hope they come up with a gofundme mm -hmm. and the gofundme pays all that shit off um i don't know i have some mixed views about it i'm gonna say this probably not popular opinion um, I absolutely think what happened to her was absolutely awful. Um, you know, she, it sounds like she had a very rough upbringing. She was adopted at a very young age. And then, you know, once her adopted parents divorced, I think her adopted dad was like a neurologist or something. So she was, sound like they were, for, uh, you know, a good family, at least at some point. But once they divorced, um, she started to run away, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I just find it, then I felt the same way about Centoya's story. Um, I, and, and this is someone who struggles to understand the mindset of someone in that life. And I admittedly so. I worked at a shelter for women who were in that life before, and I wanted to learn more. I only volunteered there, not worked at, volunteered twice. And I did it because I wanted to learn more, but um, I didn't have an opportunity to do it more than the two times. Um, but I want to, you want to, you know, just get to know them more. And I know that that's an 
area of opportunity for me because I just don't understand. But um, I it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around the way that things played out. Not because I don't believe that she was victimized in some way. Yes, it's quite possible that she was. But like, it's hard for me to understand that the victimization when you know, in that moment, I understand that, okay, she wasn't being victimized in that moment. The act was over. The man was asleep and, you know, she had like, she could have left or escaped or what have you, but then she go goes back to the person who is the person who's, you know, allegedly forcing you to give away your body. And, you know, so you're like, so that is where I struggle to kind of understand. But mm -hmm. I say all that to say, I do, you know, in researching this, because me and my husband were looking at it and we're looking it up and researching it because I'm intrigued. Um, the the uh, Iowa, their law, when you're convicted of um, felony murder, because she still is convicted, but she's convicted, they're giving her a deferred judgment on the condition that she doesn't do anything for these five years. So there, this is a conditional deferred judgment. She still does have the conviction, but the conviction will be wiped and she'll get the deferred judgment if she keeps her nose clean for five years. So as a result, anyone who is convicted of felony murder in the state of Iowa has to pay restitution of $150,000 to oh. the survivor's family. So that is a, that's part of the law. That isn't like something that they're separately punishing her for. That is written into the law. So that, you know, so just understanding that I was like, okay, I get it. You know, I, my heart does go out to her. I hope that she makes a complete recovery and turns her life around. I was happy to see that they have these measures in place that are going, you know, for to help her to kind of not go back into that lifestyle resources that are in place that are good therapy and things that she is absolutely going to need because this is what I feel, um, you know, um, um, actual, um, Oh my gosh, I can't think of the word, but this is what I feel um, helping and aiding someone and and actually preventing someone from um, going back to uh, the life that they once lived, the, the life of destruction that, that they once led is about. I think that once we, if we send someone to jail and, and we you know, have them serve this lengthy term and they're around criminals who have this, you know, a, a long, extensive past and, you know, they teach them about other criminal elements and they get out, then they're likely to, um, th that's how recidivism happens. So um, I was kind of happy to see that they have these measures in place to kind of help her. And, you know, my prayers right. goes out to her. I hope she right. turns things around. But I do have to say that I have some just questions surrounding the whole facts of the case. So, yeah, there's yeah. that. Um. Yeah, it is like all this shit gets to be heavy and difficult. Um, yeah, especially, you know, um, when a person has been victimized because they do have measures in place about how you're supposed to handle it. But um, you can actually have uh, some PTSD surrounding those situations. So that's true. I get that's it. Of course, yeah. absolutely. And and abs I, I do believe that too. And I absolutely believe, I can't be a person who believes 
that a person who has psychological abuse, who has experienced trauma, who has experienced physical abuse and have the arguments that I had a couple of weeks ago, can't have instances in where they can black out. I do believe that. Absolutely. And that is a plausible excuse for how things happen. I guess that part that I just can't understand and like that missing link for me is like that she went back to the person who is ultimately the abuser. And I was just like, yeah. the person who is, you know, subjecting her to all of the abuse that is resulting in her experiencing what she was experiencing. But like I said, it's hard to grasp. And even when we talk about abuse victims, like I said, there's someone very close to me that has, you know, is dealing with something, uh, an abusive situation, you know, psychological or whatever. And I don't understand it. And there's a lot of things I question and I'm like, why? That doesn't make sense. That's stupid. I would never. So yeah, but you know, it's unfortunate. It's definitely an unfortunate situation. Yeah. Very, very much so. Um, let's switch gears, girl. Did we miss a super chat? Um, let me see. I'm sorry. Not that I know of. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe I was wrong. So did you hear about this rapper named Diamond who said that she had a 2,000 body count You on mute, girl. No, oh. I, I knew the way that you said that. I was expecting something else to come after it because I thought that was I like, know. I thought I had something else, but I didn't. I girl, so I just it was like a dramatic pause. So I'm like, huh? I know, right? Girl, listen. <laughs> but um, no, I did not hear about the rapper Diamond and her uh, crazy body count. Um, no, never heard of her. Is this Diamond from, is she from Atlanta, from ATL? From um... I don't know where the hell she from, but when she said that, and I want to play the clip for you really quickly, mm -hmm. um, so you can see, girl, I'm like, Kick clouds, get the fuck out of here with that. What is he saying, child? That's everyone. I hate him. Like, go, go to sleep. I hate him. Right. He is ridiculous. When is Noches, nigga? When is Noches? <laughs> that part. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play the clip for you guys. Literally, I remember I lost my virginity at 12 years old. I remember the boy, everything. I remember the whole day like it was yesterday. But um, 12, bitch, to now. Mm, it's, it's been a lot. Girl, is it just my body Not count everybody. for just niggas or niggas and bitches? Everybody. Mm. Uh, I would say like, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I say like 2,000. <laughs> to be real honest with, like, if you put niggas and bitches, because I don't fucked a lot of bitches too. So I be fucking niggas. I be fucking bitches. And I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't gonna front. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it blood raw. Like, bitch, probably two, two bands, <laughs> two, two thousand bitch sexual partners. Absolutely, yeah. It is what it is. You know what? Hey, only God could judge me. I don't give a fuck. No, ma'am. God ain't the only one that can judge you. Cause I'm right. I'm right there with him. God, I, I, I'm judging her too. Like I be wanting when I hear stuff like that. I be wanting so bad to be like how. Like, cause it sounds so crazy that I can't even wrap my head around it. Like, I want to be like cap, cap, cap. 
there's no way, sis. Like, how is that possible? Like, I want to calculate how many you would have had to sleep with every second of the hour of the day because it just sounds so crazy. 12 to how old is she? Let me do the calculations. Like, girl. I think that the girl is either in her late 20s or very early 30s, if I'm see. not. Um, 12 to 29. Let me just, let me see. Girl, but I <laughs> sat there when the when I saw the, you know, I saw the headline and I was like girl i know she fucking lying right oh my god girl and then i saw the clip and i'm like but this is what has become the culture yeah so then you think about all the little kim lyrics think about all the trina lyrics trina says she'll fuck five six best friends so basically she was sleeping with at least seven. she would have had to sleep with 112 111 guys a year from the age of 12 if she's 30. then the way she say that she lost her virginity at 12 and or, i and not guys because she said women girls too. And I guys. Guess, yeah we're we're some orgies probably involved in there 111 guys do you think like okay just thinking about your average lunch your average lunch average slut bucket your average slut bucket do you think that she your average slut bucket is is averaging a hundred guys a year like that's a lot i i i just <sighs> you know they talk about all this women's empowerment and shit like that and to me a lot of the women's empowerment isn't actually about empowering a woman you know to be her best self but to learn how to flex that pussy and looking at sis and i'm like uh, is she your average sl- two thousand yeah. is fucking unfathomable people be capping wilk chamberlain went and lied and on his knee but women don't tip that ain't something that you use because it's been taboo for a woman that's typically taboo for a woman that's not something that women would typically lie about that's something that would be embarrassing and like disgusting to me that's porn numbers like you was a porn star for 10 of those years <laughs> like girl simply- i think she has porn stars beat up that pussy no. must she must have to pick her pussy up and put it in her purse oh, yes like what's left what's left of them walls like i, I just can't and, and to be honest you know um i don't i definitely don't think most women are honest about their numbers i definitely right. but what what was so crazy to me because i remember coming into space and i remember looking at what guys were putting up as like high numbers and i'm like y'all don't know no holes huh Y'all really don't know no hoes. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, y'all don't know no hoes. I know some hoes. I Y'all got know. some friends. I like, okay, I got some friends that I wouldn't even say this to, but to me, as a woman, a high body count, like as a woman, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> as a oh, woman, shit. as a woman, I'm gonna say if you've slept with as a woman in your 30s, 40s, I feel like if you've slept with over 20 25 men that's a high number yeah that's, that's a fucking high, high number that's a high number because it, it and then what i'm looking at when i when she said that i was like bitch you was sleeping with 
fucking gas station workers, the weed man, man listen, the weed the man girl, girl, the pizza delivery guy, like just anybody, the corner the, guy, like anybody, the maintenance man, and the 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 yo mama's friends, like anybody. yo daddy's friends. I was talking about the winos at the corner store, like just any the dude sweeping in front of the barber shop. <laughs> Like anybody could have that thing. It was just like, and I'm I'm sitting here, and, and what what shocked me so bad about it? She said that shit with a straight face. She said it with a straight face, like she ain't said nothing. She said that shit, like she said she was going to the store to get some tampons or something. Oh, it's just two that two pants. Only Josh Doc can judge me. Bitch, what? No, come on. Like, no, seriously, like, oh my god, I'm not even just capping, you know, trying to be approved. Like, I, I, you know, I I might have some very, um, I'm gonna say some very restricted, uh, uh, some widget widget thought processes around sexuality sex things like that be, being brought up in the religious household and i know not everybody Concrete, don't know. nobody believe that shit about you you know they're right yeah they might not but okay. i do i just want you to know like we listen, don't believe this shit go ahead girl. i do and you know it's 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 really some issues it's really <laughs> listen no real talk it's some issues okay, but okay. i say all that to say um but no, like I, I like no, no, no BSing. I, I can't even no, like seriously. Like I say that because people be want to be like, oh, you know, concrete. She, she, she BSing this, that, and the other. Like I'm saying that to say, I can't even swear to God on my mama. Like imagine somebody, a woman. 2000 dudes like i can't process that my mind what i'm saying like what my mind can't process that like it can't i mean if she would have said 200 and i'd be like damn that's a hell of an um okay 2000 like like i cannot process that like i just can't i I can't now but you know what was even more interesting to me Mm-hmm. It's because the way she said, you know, oh, it was two bands. You know, I lost my virginity at twelve. I still remember the guy and everything. And I would hope so. <sighs> but no, like I don't even think. I think it's some prostitutes that ain't slept with two thousand men. Girl, like, that's what I'm saying. Like they like, say that a chick gets like after a thousand dicks, or is it ten thousand dicks? That's crazy. I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's I'm gonna tell life. you something. I'm That's like, ridiculous. really? I oh my gosh! I I truly believe a person. I feel like when you get to a hundred, like real talk, because of the way that I view sex and intimacy, I think people who have sex with like can have that type, like have those type of detached sexual experiences and stuff. That I'll be judging. I'll be like, I think it's like something off like because as a woman i think that that is abnormal to be able to just be that detached and have sex and maybe that is my upbringing and just how i view things like i think to be able to have this emotionless and i know women be like oh if men can do it like yeah i could just get my raw just like a man like that is like a weird concept to me because 
probably because I've never been able to do it. And I just like, it's weird to me to be able to, and yeah, okay. Yeah. You have one night, you freaky, you drunk, you, whatever you encounter, but to be able to have sex with countless men and just no attachment, I'd be like, that's an abnormal thing to me. Like it's, it's, it's weird. abnormal as hell to that for her and God. Yeah. Girl, I, I, I sat there. I'm, I've been mind blown with her situation ever since I saw it like uh, late yesterday. Mm-hmm. I have been mind blown. And I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, so then when it comes down to you being really empowered. Now, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. She definitely does understand the dark nature of men because she just slept with all of them. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll say that she probably has a deeper, wild understanding about men with with as many as she slept with. Yeah. But I'm like, what the hell is going on in her insides? And I mean, like her mental, like, what is she on mentally? And then if she was ever assaulted, God forbid. Listen, I have a, I have a, I have a friend. I love her. Like that's, that's my peeps. And, and that's what it is. I'm, I'm demisexual. So it's hard for me to understand women who are just say, you know, they're so free spirited that, you know, they view sex in such a casual way. And I have a friend and that's not her story. She hasn't been assaulted, but she views section sex in a very casual cavalier. It's just sex. And I just can't, I don't, I can't understand it. I, I it's can't. hard to fucking fathom. But what I was wondering is would people, would, could she ever be seen as a victim? And, and I'm not saying that for my, I'm not asking a question for myself. I'm asking that to you guys. Mm. Um, could would people be able to process her as a victim? Um, and I and, and to be honest with you, I don't think society, even if she was victimized, I don't think society would ever see her as a victim, being that she came out and she said that. And it, it, it's it's crazy as hell because when you go, when you're out like that. And you and you 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 you're putting your story out there like that. You it's almost like you're inviting, and I'm not I'm not this is not a form of victim blaming. I'm just mm-hmm. saying how society works. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're inviting the 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 shit to come that comes with mm-hmm. um the quote unquote ho shit. And then society if you're a dark skin, huh? Society would see her as a victim if she came out and says, I was assaulted and this is how I got like this. Like that is very no, no i'm saying in current day present time mm-hmm. what's it like if this happened to her recent would society be able to process her as a victim and what i've noticed is is like if a woman is a uh quote-unquote whole or she's in a um uh what do you a sex worker lifestyle yeah um most people don't see those women as victims at all and it's hard for society to process those people as mm-hmm. victims so I have with, a thought around that but go ahead i'm sorry um with her saying that out loud i hope she is safe um i i hope she is safe i just hope she is safe I, i'm just like damn um because you put that out loud um if a man says that you wanted it and let's say 
you know, you, you didn't and something happened to you, to me, you've already kind of fucked up the court of quote unquote public opinion for yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and it's dangerous to me. It was dangerous as fuck for her to even advertise, to even say that out loud. And that's scary. It's, it's just a scary aspect. Like it's, it's sick. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was just like, damn, like that, that's deep. That's really deep. Um, go ahead. Um, I will say, I think that society will still be able to see her as a victim. I think that all women are seen as victims in relation to men. I think that all she has to do, despite what she's just said, she would still be able to say that she was victimized by a man. I think that all she can say what she just said, and she could still be like, I went out, I hung out with a guy, I, I you know, laid on the bed i said here come get it then i said no like literally a woman in any capacity if it's her and him at any point in time she can say she can cry foul and her word will be taken like all the time in addition to that i like we um i've been researching this whole situation with the young girl uh her name is piper lewis in iowa who was um you know, found, convicted of the situation with, um, you know, uh, that we were just talking about earlier. Um, we started doing some more research and we were seeing where like uh, some of these ex-trafficking laws, like that if you um, are uh, a man and you are found with any woman in a situation where um, it's alleged to, oh my gosh, I'm going to mess up the wording, but it's a situation that is, where you know that could potentially be um a trend that transactional and the woman says she was trafficked and she's under the age of 18 that um the man will essentially be culpable i i i have to pull it up to find the exact wording of it but the law in and of itself is puts the 100 onus on the man and it doesn't have a age minimum for the man, but it does have just specifically state that if the woman, if the the female is under the age of 18, but it does not have an age minimum for the male. Um, and we just found that to be very interesting. So I believe that in our society, as it stands, that a woman at any point in time, no matter what her reputation, no matter what, um, you know, information she has put out there about herself, you know, she can at any point in time um, say that, you know, she was victimized. And typically, um, you know, people will believe her. And I am not saying that, um, I, and I'm not saying, I, I, I think that the facts should speak for themselves. My feelings yeah. are that the fact that the facts should speak for themselves in those situations. I think that the evidence should be what um, people lean on, not simply one person's word over another, because we've seen situations where just the person's word alone have convicted someone. And then later on, there's been DNA evidence to exonerate a person and or there's been evidence to show that there was a case of mistaken identity. So I think that, um, you know, a victim's word alone or just identifying the person off of 
a uh, you know lineup or something like that alone can be um, a little bit dangerous. Um, and so that is concerning. So I say all that to say, uh, you know, it, when at all possible, scientific evidence, you know, should supersede that of a victim's word. And yeah, it's, it's a little bit concerning because it, it's scary on both sides. We don't want someone to be jailed erroneously or, you know, we don't want someone being convicted of a crime that they did not commit. But I do think that, you know, in this day and age, typically the law is going to be on the woman's side. And that's just my opinion. Um, I, I, I disagree. I think mm -hmm. it'll be on the woman's side if she does portray a certain image. Um, there have been too many times where people have gotten off because the woman may, ha may have had a reputation. And like I said, when the lady herself puts it out there, um, she uh it would be women that would be more likely to believe her than men i think so too um i, I just what don't are think some instances where a woman has gotten or a man has gotten off because of a woman's reputation because i can't uh, you can go with um i want to say russell i want to say russell wilson not russell wilson russell simmons um it's been a lot of Hollywood execs that really didn't have to do anything or they were paid off or uh, e even in Bill Cosby's case, Bill Cosby actually, quote unquote, gave women roofies. And if you're in a situation and, I, and like, especially in a situation like that, it's hard to prove that you've actually been great. If you say that you're, you're in a, a certain situation or a certain dynamic like that. And let's yeah. say that situation did happen to you. Nobody's going to believe you and everybody will want to be super like you can't just come out and be like, oh, well, such and such great me. And and that be it. People would probably doubt her before they believed her. And, and that's the point yeah. that I'm getting. getting I, that wasn't the case in Bill Cosby. Now, the roofies in and of it, of themselves, like that was a, it's like Molly's are in current time. So that I got was you. A, Yeah, but let me just um uh, really quick. Well, let me read these so, super chats because. Let me let me just respond to what you were saying really quickly. So the roofies were more of a party drug. It wasn't like I'm slipping something. So what we we're we're using like anachronistic. Yeah, but you can't uh, say what uh, what drug affects a person the way no, a drug affects a argument. person. That's not the argument that I'm making. I'm saying we're using anachronistic thought, like how we view a roofie and someone slipping someone something to apply it to what happened 40, 50, 30 years ago. So I think that roofies and them being taken recreationally were something different. But the women, even women with bad reputations, they were still allowed to testify, give statements against Bill Cosby. And that was not held against them because of their um, character. So that wasn't that was you don't think that was held against them because no, of their character. No, I absolutely I disagree. I totally disagree. No, the women but, who, who testified against Bill Cosby, the only reason that those women that that they didn't have hold up was because of the time that lapsed Every yeah time. it was the time that lapsed but what you're what what, what you're what i think what you're trying to say and what i'm trying to say is two different things what i'm saying is the court of public opinion is going to be like oh 
but they was out partying and you know, I'm not trying to relitigate the case or anything, but it's like, oh, if you're out partying and you're taking drugs and you volunteer for something, even if something bad happened to you, it's going to be hard for people to believe you if you're in a certain situation like that. Yeah. What I'm saying is with that girl, right. being that she put out her own information, you're saying that you slept with 2,000 people. 2,000 people. That's yeah. not what happened in the Bill Cosby case. Like you had women like a Janice Dickinson. You had women who were known around the Playboy Mansion and who were known in the 70s and, you know, in a time that they had this free sex and free love and, you know, that women were being, quote unquote, I don't think a lot of people believe them, though. Um, Who were known for being, quote unquote, promiscuous and that wasn't held against them. The reason you're saying it wasn't held against them in court. I'm not talking about Court. You you're not letting me finish my sentence because you keep saying the same thing yeah. i'm not talking about no, court. you're not letting me get to the point that i'm trying to make what i'm saying is the the issue with those women was that the statute of limitations ran that's what i was trying to get you're out trying to the talk about the statute of limitations. of limitations and i said that's not what i'm talking about I am talking about the court of public opinion. When yeah, you get public on, opinion isn't what um what and Bill Cosby was still convicted. So if, if it was he was court, still convicted, but that's not my point. My point is, my point is, in the court of public opinion, when you log on, if you if you if if this lady was to come for it right now and say that this situation happened to her, most people are not going a, a lot of people i'm not gonna say most but I, I, I really don't believe most people would believe her i think that people would be like well you know you slept with such and such it would be a lot of reasonable doubt that that can actually happen to her and i'm saying like all that stuff did happen in court i got you but i'm saying like the court of public opinion especially as it pertains to black people black people are gonna be like well especially the men especially the men a lot of it would be harder for her to fight that versus if she didn't put that out there and and let's say something like that did happen she wouldn't have to fight that narrative so i'm saying like she's got she has to fight that narrative with the court of public opinion and i hate that she put that out there yeah. by her about about herself because everybody's going well you know you you, you fuck 2000 men you fuck 2000 women you fucked everybody no no you 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 see what i'm saying it, it causes people to doubt you in a way and and then putting that out there by about yourself um definitely will cause people to doubt your mental they're gonna say you have all types of issues so to me it would make it harder for her to litigate that if something did happen to her you get what i'm saying now yeah but that wasn't the argument that i was ever making in the first place because i'm talking about what happened in court and i'm not talking about what what i'm trying to get to the court of public opinion isn't what convicts people of crimes. Actual jury and having a legal system is what convicts people of crimes. The court of public opinion thought that Kyle Rittenhouse would be found guilty. The court of public opinion didn't recognize that they would find a legal loophole to convict Bill Cosby of, and the jury actually did find him guilty. So I I get what you're saying as it relates to she has a she would could potentially have a hurdle to overcome as it relates to the court of public opinion and how the public may view her but you know personally I, I actually think that if she were to blow up and become like super duper duper popular whatever whatever I mm-hmm. still think that it would be hard um 
because I think the Cosby case was hard to litigate. A, a lot of the cases were hard to litigate. You know right. what I'm saying? But her putting out her own shit is like, bitch, you and 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 then when you put out stuff like that, um, if somebody feels like they can get away with it, you 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 get what I'm saying? Like that's just it to me. It was the dumbest thing for you to put out about yourself. Um, I, I don't necessarily think that it was a smart, I'm not arguing that it was a smart thing for her to do, but I feel like if we found, if, if, if you know, Bill Cosby is, a, you know, has been famous for over 50 years, like this girl's um, is, I, I don't think that there's a concern for her to become more famous than a Bill Cosby or for her name right. to become more known than a Bill Cosby. And in addition to that, I think that we're in a society that tries to be so progressive that you literally will have a Gloria Allred and all of these women coming out say, with slut walks and stuff saying she should have the right to. So people will literally fight for her having the right to and make it ensuring that she does get a fair trial because just because she came out and was open about her sexuality. Like, I think that people will be fighting to ensure that despite the fact that she came out and said what she said, that that should not impact her ability to have a fair trial. But you have a good point. I don't think, you know, I don't think it was the wisest thing for her to open her mouth and say that. I'm not arguing against that. I agree. It wasn't smart. I agree wholeheartedly with that. But I just kind of feel like she put herself in a hole by, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 to me, it wasn't safe. And yeah, to me, it it's it just hella unsafe. Like, that's because how, how people view shit like that. Um, I think most of us are um, in a blue pit. We, we're still kind of blue pill. Um, as it pertains to women and sexuality. Oh yeah, and, that, that, yeah. I think I agree. Do you think yeah. though, like a, a um, like a Cherokee or a Pinky or a, even um, what's her name, Rob Kardashian, China? Um, well, like those women, if they uh, allege that they were great, that they would have, uh, uh, you know, that people that people might view them in the same type of light. I think that is absolutely what would happen. I think people would say, people would be like, oh, it's a shakedown. Oh, such and such must be broke. Um, she's just trying to shake this man down. Yeah. Um, we don't, you know, she did this uh, back in 2014. You know, she was out there twerking on a handstand at, at the Freaknik. I don't know. You know, she was doing and, and people will throw the kitchen sink at you, um, especially when it, you know, the legal legal system is down. It gets dirty and yeah. people don't have any stop as it pertains to anything, especially when it comes down to charges like that. People will bring out shit that you did when you was five. Talking yeah. about uh, she child let me not never yeah, mind no mind character like and they put you on trial yeah. they re victimize you i so, agree so that, that's, that's what i'm saying and and for her to put that out there i'm like bitch bitch yeah. and people will dig up dirt any way they yeah. can you, so, so I, I think if if the, if anything were to happen to those types you know and it is a certain type um they would have to fight harder than most um to, to prove that because of things that have went with their reputation and quote unquote character. And so with her putting, that's just like, God damn bitch. 
Like that was a lot. Um, let me read the super chats. Um, shout out to Midtown University. He says 20k for one of the best NBA A players of all time. Not hard to believe, especially if it's just B jobs. Yikes. Uh, never mind. See how you you almost made me go there, MGTOW. I was like, how you know you be paying for? Um, shout out to the general. He says it's girls coming out of high school from nine through twelfth grade with fifty bodies. That's a fucking lot. Oh That's my a god. Lot. Um, shout out to Smurgo. He says if she's lying, you always have to multiply by three. Oh my gosh. So 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 six thousand is more like it. Oh. Uh, shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, I can remember the days when 304-ism was taboo. Mm. Yeah, we, we were around. You know, it was. Yeah. Uh, um, sure. Shout out to Uncle Uncle Stu, old man on the block for the super chat. Thank you, Uncle Stu. Shout out to you. And shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, it's known that way more women are into the swinger or random sex life than men are. Why not believe the truth that most women have very high body counts? Um, Who is it all to? That way more women are into the swinger or random ex life than men are. Who is it known to? Where do you find these facts? Uh, uh he be there. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he into it too. <laughs> oh, 20k in bodies. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that's I knew that's what he was talking about. Yeah. Um yeah, it's like, come on, you know, Andrew be all up in the party, uh, uh looking at other men's women, uh, of course, of showing course. up alone and sitting in the uh, corner. Uh, you know, a lot Sharing. of these places you can't come by yourself, or that's why they charge the men more. Like you, you know, I, so or or so I heard. I don't know, uh, or so I heard. Wait a minute, Pinky would get support if she crane. She has a reputation of being cool, honest, uh, a cool, honest, humble person. I've met her and conversed with her a few times. So you, Andy is listen. Bye, Andy. I'm trying to tell y'all, Lord have mercy. Oh, Andy, how you you (sighs) conversed with Pinky a few times? You ain't ask her to suck on your toes, Andy. Jesus Christ. Mm. Oh, gosh. Can you ask us? Uh, Y'all so nasty. Oh, gosh. Um, I did have something else that I wanted to bring up. Sheesh. Okay. Um, that was that was very interesting. I'm still like wrapping my head around that, baby. Two thousand is just really two thousand really, is fucking nuts. Like <sighs> Oh, wow. like you don't um, care about nothing. <laughs> Two thousand people, like yeah. Um, y'all hit the damn like button, please, and thank mm-hmm. you. Okay, go ahead. so I have a question for you. Okay, so this is one that I wanted to bring up. I don't know if you've seen it. I no longer really watch the show, but I found it interesting. I was seeing a clip of. Candy and Mama Joyce from the mm. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm. And they were like, I've always had, I, I, I'm just going to put it out there. I don't like Mama Joyce. She, she be in the business too much. Girl, she mean as I hell. And she like, she be in candy business. I don't like her either. Listen, I'm not one of those people who believe that 
that's my mama and my mama can do no wrong like mamas can do wrong and i am a firm believer that mamas can do wrong and some mamas need to stay out your business so candy from the group escape you know she's married and her mother was never fond of her husband and they were talking about her and her husband were talking about estate planning and we're just like planning like their estate and their will and you know um like kind of how things would go if you know one of or both of them should pass away and how they'll divide things up amongst their children. They have two children together and they each had a child before they married, um, but that are uh, over the age of 18. So they, her husband is, you know, he didn't come, he didn't come with a bunch of money. He was a producer on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. He has a production company and then they have some mutual businesses together like uh, restaurants and um, uh, I think so one or two other things that they have together. Um, and then, you know, Candy has her musical group. She has, she does songwriting. She has her candy bedroom candy line. She has, um, they've done like a couple spinoff shows. Um, she has quite a few businesses that she also has, you know, in addition. And so, her mother was saying that she should leave her child without her husband the most money because her child without her husband doesn't have a secondary parent if something should happen and that child Wait, should have, say that again she should leave so, the what the child that she has without todd so the child without her husband should get more money than the rest of the kids oh wow it, because that child, if something should happen to her, um, he doesn't have a father. Whereas Todd will be able to leave, you know, money to his children as well as Candy leaving money to the children, so that her sole child that is not his should get the most money. And what I found to be interesting was that a lot of the people in the comments that I saw this thread on was in agreement a hundred percent in agreement oh she got it right she should get the most money she you know should get like and i wanted to know what your thoughts were so if you and your husband married and had children together what do you think that it would be wise for you to leave more money to your one child outside of your marriage than you all's children together what what are your thoughts about that if you are saying that you are getting married and you are agreeing to take on um somebody else's children and you're supposed to be coming together as one union then your kids are your kids whoever they're by they're all your kids um i think mama joyce needs to mind her business i think candy does not know how to set boundaries with mama joyce um, I think Mama Joyce has had their hand, her hand in too much. Um, I, I don't, I, I can't tell anybody how to divide their money, but to me, that's a Todd and Candy situation. That's not a Mama Joyce conversation. Period. Mama Joyce ass better be lucky she getting something in case you know, uh, Candy's demise were to happen early. Um, her leaving something to what's the baby's name, child? I can't think of that girl's Riley. name. Riley. 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 Um, I think they just got Riley like a Bentley or something for her last birthday. Shit. But um, I, I definitely think they should all be set up like for life, but they should all be set up for life. 
um, with trust and whatever. And I don't think the money should be given to them at one time. I think it should be like once you turn 21, you get a certain amount of money. Okay. Once you turn 25, you get a certain amount of money. Once you turn 35, you get a certain. I, I think it should be set up like that so mm -hmm. they won't go broke. Um, I like it, it's so much that goes into that. I just I don't know. I, I, I feel like um, if we're all saying that these are our kids and they're our kids, then all the kids are probably going to get the same amount of money. For, that's how I yeah. would do it. Um, to keep down confusion, whatever, whatever, mm -hmm. everybody will get the same amount because we're supposed to be generate generating generational wealth. And when I decided to marry you and bring your child on and you decided to marry me and bring my child on, we're supposed to be together in this. Our children are not going to be um, one child without the other, whatever, whatever. And um, Riley um, still would have a father figure in Todd that doesn't go away because right. one parent um, ha has a demise. Um, my stepfather passed. My stepfather was still like one. Of, he was still one of my dads. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And that was her thing. And that was Candy's thing, which Candy was the one who brought her mama in the business. But because she went to her mom with the to kind of hash out things. Candy and Todd were discussing it. And she her thing was, you're going to be tight with the money because you're already tight with the money. I already see how you are with Kayla, your daughter. And I already don't like the way, like you already have something to say about me making big purchases for Riley at this point. So I feel like you're going to be tight with the money. And he's like, no, I'll set it up to where they get the money at intervals. And yeah. so that was her problem, which I totally agree with. But nonetheless, I regardless would, um, you know, stand by whatever my husband's decision. I certainly would not allow one of my children to get more than the other. And I would have a problem with my mom even insinuating that. And I don't know if because, you know, her mom essentially helped her raise Riley because Riley's dad wasn't in the picture and Candy was, you know, on the road and stuff like that. And she just seems to show favoritism. And she would make little comments about them having kids together and talking about how they're going to have big head children and stuff like her mama just seemed hateful. <laughs> I don't like her mom people. is uh, hateful and, yeah, and um messy. but but the whole thing is you know you you want to stand behind candy when candy is on top and doing the standing third and I got you you know because it's your mama but candy um been doing whole shit too mama Joyce says be real quiet when it come down to that so it's like you know you I, I honestly think that you do have to set boundaries with your parents I know a lot of people be, but, but that's my mama. That's my mama. That's my mama. And as an adult, when you get to a certain age and you are out of your parents' house and your parents are not paying your bills and you're, you have your own family, you take care of mama. I do believe in you taking care of mama, but, uh, there is no room in my, there's no room in my bedroom for me and my mama, me and my, me and my spouse have to handle me and my spouse business. Mama is uh secondary because me and my spouse are supposed to be one. So that's everybody else's secondary behind that. And matter of fact, she shouldn't even be uh that that uh, you know, it's so to me, my ranking, my ranking is spouse, mm -hmm. children, parents, brother and sister, everybody else. You know what I'm saying? That's that's yeah. how I, 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 I rank people. 
And I so agree. it's like, you don't get to dictate a goddamn thing. You ain't made net nail sent. Sit your ass down yeah. and hush. Go run old lady gang. Go make sure them goddamn inspections are good. <sighs> That's what it's you right. do. But I feel like, I don't know, she got a lot of guilt regarding her mom. She's the only child. Her brother passed away. And because she literally be crying, like, you know, but that's my mama. And li literally, I remember she moved out of her house and gave her mom her house. Her mom went in there breaking up all type of stuff, saying she was not breaking up, but she was like, she's remodeling, started tearing up the house to remodel. Then said she didn't want the house, wanted a new house. Candy turned around and bought her a new house, had bought her a new car. And then two years later, turned around and bought her a new car, crying about it on TV, talking about that's my mama anything she wants she can have i get loving your mom and this that and the other and even doing for your mom but the thing is you don't let your mom come between your marriage and literally disrespect your husband and openly publicly and you know like that type of stuff like literally it's gonna be you and your mama because that man gonna eventually exactly. get out of your mess exactly and mama joyce uh where her man at to where she got all this goddamn time to be all up in the she got a husband. Well, he ain't doing nothing because exactly. he be up in she be up in their business too much. She bang on and if Candy has made the decision to marry and be with Todd, especially for it to play out on in, in the public, and you're it, it, to be honest, it's, I, I think it would be hellified to do a reality show. Um, where everybody can have an opinion on your business, have an opinion on your mama, and your and, and to me, it's like um the lady a bit ratchet. So I be like, lady, you got to relax. Like, no, um, no. Uh, to me, mama would have to get somewhere in the corner and go run OLG. Like, go supervise those people. Those people really need you over there. Candy is a successful woman. Right. Candy loves her some Todd. Hopefully, Todd loves him some Candy. And they making they shit work. Um, Candy was never gonna find no uh rich billionaire, and you know, I, no, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because I don't know. Mm. But I don't think it would have been probable for her to find a man that was on her level. You know what I'm saying? I, so I think she did what she did. She if she happy with Todd, yes. Todd happy. She better be one of the other guys that she dated. Literally before she was dating Todd, she dealt with a guy who had five kids, was in the streets, was into all type. Oh, of okay. Food like literally was uh you know was into all type of foolishness you exactly. know so he was a step up he was an upgrade he had a you know was a producer he she liked him he cared about her he seemed to be good to her he she ain't having no problems with him lady mind your business and todd did not fuck up the bag yeah oh, come on todd has actually um i was on his page recently you know how uh people will pop up in your little explorer or whatever and he was he's doing like trying to do real estate and shit yeah. um with fixing up properties and shit so she ain't get with nobody that was just sitting around taking a bag and not doing shit uh she criticizing the ring the man bought her she literally always got something to say always in their business but i don't know i blame candy you allow yep. it so that's exactly who is to blame mm. girl we have been an hour in Okay, well, um, what else did you have? Did you want to go ahead and drop the link? We can continue. Yes, girl, I'm gonna go link. ahead and drop the link so these folks open can come it up. Anyone who wants to come up, feel free. Um, I definitely had a few other things. Oh, you know what I saw that I oh. found to be interesting. Okay, <laughs> so I saw something. You probably saw it too on social media, where um, there was a young 
lady who, no, actually, it was a gentleman who um, was talking about how he was in Tulum and he was shopping and he kicking it in Tulum and having a good old time. And he was all but bragging about the fact that although he was in Tulum enjoying himself, that he had just set up a a payment arrangement with T-Mobile. And the comments were other people saying that they kind of partake in the same type of effery, that, you know, you only live once and that tomorrow ain't promised and why be worried about those bills? And, And as opposed to enjoying life and making sure that you can go out and you know oh facts because at a young age especially fuck yeah i agree oh i'm gonna be honest with you if if there if, if you're a young person and you're struggling with bills and you have an opportunity to travel travel um, you can get them damn lights cut back on, but you may not oh. always have enough money to get to get on their trip. Get Child. your ass on the plane, travel. <laughs> um, I ain't saying that should be your daily, but uh, you know, at at a young age, I think when you're young, that's the time you fuck up. That's the time you you get to be irresponsible. But you know, you have your consequences. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, get on the plane. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I'm Yo. surprised that you, to yeah. hear you say that because I can't lie. Like I, I'm in a position to where majority of my bills are on auto pay, and it feels good. Like I have a few little mediocre things that's not on auto pay that I just you know pay, but majority, you know, especially all the big stuff on auto pay, and and it feels good, you know, because there was a point in time that I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I gotta call in and pay that because I gotta make sure I got enough in that account. I still have them send me a notice that this gonna be deducted just for my own peace of mind. Right. But um, I personally um. Be, like my husband, oh my gosh! So you gonna pay your T-Mobile bill as opposed to going to Loom? Well, yes, oh, I'm okay. gonna pay. I'm gonna pay my <laughs> my husband. Ooh, girl, he is the type of person like he like the type of person like it's never enough for a rainy day. If we have enough for a rainy day, if we got we have our rainy day fund, we set our amount like okay, that's the rainy day fund. Well, now we need a tornado day fund. Well, now we need an earthquake day fund. Well, well, if that earthquake day fund fail, we need a fire day fund. Girl, like. He wanted them. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I get it. But I think you don't have, maybe you will have the opportunities when you get older to travel. But if she gets older, she'll be like, like 60 or something. Right? But what really? I, what I, how I look at it in my 20s, in my 20s, being able to travel to different countries and seeing and actually being able to absorb some different culture mm-hmm. and to get a different picture and to breathe some new air to me and then you know i think it's actually like some old good luck shit once you cro- cross the equator like doing that shit was life i'm glad i did it on the military's dime but being able to do you that know, it's different uh traveling like independent i mean and i know when yeah, you're it's different it's different that but that's what i'm saying but if, if you are especially if you're able to do it like that hell yeah go travel um you can get that money for that light bill when you come back that's not ah! it's not a life or death now what i'm saying is i think it's different when you're young versus when you're older right, now right. It's totally different when you're older, but in your 20s, hell yeah, lead that damn light bill. Go see the world. I would encourage, yeah, I, I would take care of the light bill. I got you. 
To be completely honest, if I was young, single, no children, I would have a different mindset and mentality. I can't even lie. Like I see young women and they're do a lot of women doing this expat thing and they're going to like um, Mexico and, you know, for doing like these extended stays and stuff like that, especially like they started during COVID. A lot of women just moving to different Colombia and doing all of these things. I probably would be a little bit more free because I've been so rigid my whole life. I admire, like, that's one of the things that I kind of, I'm a little envious of people who are that free spirited. I can't lie, but I'm not that free spirited. Girl, (laughs) in my twenties, yeah, I'm about to go see the world. Um, you. you pay your daughter's light bill if they be like, Mom, I want to go over here, but a flat ass broke my life. Yeah, listen, they already know they'll probably do something like that and come back and be like, Mom, no. I think that you should. I think at um, I think we should encourage our young people to travel. Um, traveling to me gives you a different worldview. Um, I just think it gives you a different overview of life and being able to go places and absorb some different culture and shit, I, I think it does something good for your soul. Personally. I don't even think it's a, so. a black people thing, though, because white <laughs> people will literally go backpack through Europe and be broke. White people yeah. live off of credit. You do not know. Let me tell you something. White people use credit for everything. 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 Yeah. yeah. So, but anyways, I was just, I just thought that was interesting. I, I was, I'm surprised by your response, but I thought that was interesting. What's good, big trucker? Hi, ladies. I hope everything is well with you. Hey, Big Chuck. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You, so, you, you good with us now? You ain't still pissy with us? I'm good with you. No. Well, I'm certain that if I say anything that you disagree with, I'm certain that you'll challenge me. So I'm not really. Oh, no. I'm not going to challenge you at all, Big Chuck. I'm certain you won't skip a dime or hesitate whatsoever to challenge something I say if I say anything incorrect. I'm certain about that. But it, well, as far as it, well, I was going to go to another topic, but this thing about traveling, yeah, it's good to travel when you're young. And I do think that in the 20s is probably the best time because that allows you to alter your worldview before this country poisons it, which it will. But the exactly. issue is if you no, but the, there is an issue about responsibility and traveling because the thing about it is if you can't pay basics at home, like, because first of all, if you're in your 20s, chances are you don't really have, um, you know, you know, utility bills. Chances are you're living with your parents. But the thing about it is the best time to what the best thing that you could do is a study abroad. And the reason why is because it first of all, it's safer. It holds you to some accountability. And then on top of that, it, um, you know, it, it gives you an actual purpose for going. Not, you know, you're not just on some beach or something like you're actually going there for a reason furthermore it's cheaper to travel on a study abroad because when you travel that way um as you know what will happen is you you'd be on a tuition of a school so some of the things like dorm fees and all that stuff is already taken care of because it's already basically included in what you're doing so i i do agree it's good to travel young my only thing is if you're an adult and you can't pay your damn utilities Nah, you shouldn't be traveling at all. It just like what you were saying about uh putting money aside. Um, Steve Harvey suggested he said you should have like four accounts. He said you should have one where the both of you are sharing the money, you should have one for the rainy day fund, you should also have one for um 
uh, what is it? I think one where you're saving up for the household and either one of you can take out of it in order to pay your bills for the mm -hmm. house. And then I think, I think there's one more that you're saving for your children or something like that. So every single time y'all get paid, you're supposed to put money aside basically. And if you do it like that, it'll ensure that, you know, y'all are saving actively and then, you know, building up a good culture in the household of um, doing that and whatnot. So that's just how I feel about it. I, I never would have traveled if I couldn't pay my bills. That's crazy because, you know, that that's, that's irresponsible. And then you get to a point where, you know, um, it's possible that, you know, you have financial hardship for no good reason. So that, that's just how I feel about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I would say I can understand that. And I, I kind of agree. I, I, I think that you have to, I think that you have to be, um, you have to be smart by the way you do it. Um, you know, I guess I wouldn't be too judgmental of a person necessarily going to, to if you had enough, you know, you saved up enough to go to Tulum and you paid all your bills and then you like, oh, shoot, you know, I'm a little tight, you know, I, I and or like, let's say you're not a little tight, but you want to make sure you, you know, have a certain amount of spending money. I want to have a thousand dollars in spending money. So I don't want to spend this two hundred dollars on my phone bill. I'm gonna call and get it extended, you know, until I get back. Like, I ain't necessarily judging you for that. But if you rob and Peter to pay Paul or you may your phone may be cut off because when you get back, you ain't even going to have the $200 and that's not, you know, good judgment. And so in that case, I may be side eyeing you, but I, I understand like that whole, like, you know, live a little, like I, I certainly ain't judging in that because I, you know, I think that we do, I, I don't like that we, that the generation before us pushed this whole work hard, play, you know, work hard and, you know, uh, you, you will be able to play hard later because literally we're supposed to work until we're 70 years old and be able to play. You're too old to play. You're too tired to play. Like we should be enjoying our life. We're supposed to work all of our good years. We're supposed to, you know, work hard and get little to no recognition, work hard for a, a little meager raise that barely co covers the cost of living. Like, you, you know, your job doesn't appreciate you. You're just a number. They'll get rid of you at the drop of a dime. I don't like the messaging that that sends. That's why I am not, um, you know, upset at this generation of kids that are deciding that they want to do things differently at this gig economy that are finding different ways to make money and to, to, to capitalize on their talents. Um, so I'm not mad at it overall, but I do think you need to be smart about the way that you do things. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, cool. Big what was truck, the uh, main topic uh, you guys were going to talk about tonight? What was the main topic? We just up here BSing. We didn't I have a main topic today, Big Truck, because you guys wanted to, you guys have been uh, scratching at the, at the, well, at the open a panel. Because we don't have no open panel. And no, 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 been no, 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 no. People were trying to get you to open a panel when you had the radical feminist up here <laughs> and she's up there talking all of that bullshit. And nobody was able to challenge you on it. No, no, no. I got something to say about that. Yeah, nobody's worried about like you know, the, nobody's worried about just like an open panel. They were trying to get at her ass. <laughs> she's up there with that bullshit. 
Oh my hey, god! Can I, I thought you was gonna go be like a, a a mod in her channel, big truck. A mod? Fuck that shit! I don't want to be a mod on her channel. What for what? So she could be there capping. She now, said she's up there talking about. No, hold on, hold on. She's up there talking all that shit about. Oh yeah, I don't care what men think. I don't care what men think. She's up there posting lascivious photos of herself in, in bathrobes and shit. <laughs> I see you subscribe though. Yeah, I think she put up one this morning. I see you subscribe though. No, yeah. no, no, no. I He's follow. I, I listen, listen, listen. First of all, as few subscribers as she has, I wouldn't be noticed anyway. But the bottom line is, I, listen, she's up there posting all these lascivious photos. I thought she said she didn't care. You didn't think she was sexy, big truck? No, you didn't. Not think at that. all. Not, no man. I, I'm, I'm backing up, big truck. I got, I got more proof that she's full of nonsense. No man is attracted to a, a heart that poisonous, uh, that toxic. That her heart ain't got nothing to do with that. Uh, and she looked like Tupac, for God's sake. She ain't look, look like she, Tupac in that photo. Of, uh, uh, don't run on her now. Don't run on her. You remember the Onyx group? You remember the guy? I remember uh, Onyx. Big boy. Fredro Star. Just slam. Yeah, Fredro Star. That's what she looked. She looked just like Fredro Star with like one of those black hats on. Are you lying your ass off. I'm, I'm lying. She don't look like Fredro Star. You know what? She was right. Like, men will try to conquer you. When you say you don't give a damn about what they think, that irks the shit out of men because men going to be like, bitch, you don't care about what I think. Listen, listen. I I don't think that what, what, like, if she doesn't care what men think, that's all fine and good. The only thing is, if you're spreading bullshit, and, and you're right, that is a lie. That's what they say in order to get your attention. The thing about it is, if you're going to be spreading nonsense on these internets, somebody's got to be able to challenge you. And what we're counting on is that you don't have protectors on high protecting you and shit so that, you know, when people come after you, it's like they can actually get to you. Oh. Yeah, if only John F. Kennedy had these protectors on high, he'd still be here. Who was this, mm. who, who was her protectors? Me and Concrete? Uh, yeah. Damn! <laughs> <bitch, like, that's laughs> Wait! No, no, well, first of all, come on. Y'all know goddamn well that y'all knew y'all couldn't open that freaking door. No, I wouldn't say that, but they, they don't really win that. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I wouldn't say Bobby, that. You know what bothers me? You remember at a certain point, she actually said, yeah, they can come up so they can get smacked down. And Listen, no, she didn't. She said they can come to my channel if they no, want to. No, 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 no. If you that is what that, she said. Like, yeah, she said on. herself. I only have a few minutes left. Uh, she said that later after you'll talk for like three hours. No, literally, we didn't. I got three questions of my 12 ass. Like three she was out of 12 hours? very lengthy for everything. No, we talked for two hours. And at the one minute 40, we didn't barely got through the super chats. Hey, Rose, can I bring up something important that y'all probably ain't, ain't noticed? Yeah, yeah. Now, she did respond to me because that overview of that that y'all doing, because I missed a live. I put comments in the overview about how she used to be on Tommy's show, right? Now, she didn't give a damn about what black men think. Why when black men was giving her compliments, because she seemed like she one of the few black women that get it, they were saying that they would date her. I remember one dude said, I would marry her, and she was smiling from ear to goddamn ear. So she, she, she was blushing when the black dude was give, giving her props. Now that black dude was on her tail for lying, she she you know she don't care what we think. And she responded to my comments. If she didn't give a damn what a black man think, why she responded to me? 
Ain't nobody else that been on your panel responding to the comments. She's trying to drive traffic to her channel. That's that. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not thinking about you, dude. That's kind of Exactly. They always in front. It's like that um that divestic chick y'all had on here. I'm looking at her. I'm like, she's talking about white men all this, but talking about the issues. She mad because a white man bought her a guest purse instead of a K spade purse. Talking about she about to leave him. These chicks always full of nonsense. White people are not cool. They're not stylish. They, they, no, they, they know about saving their money. They don't know about fashion. He know he know better than a guest purse. He probably don't. Like that may be yeah. what they wear. Like guess white or, people be lame. They, they be lame, they but they like saving their money. They are in the state of Georgia. Everybody here is um a lot of people be fly here. I didn't think I didn't think that was the culture at first, but shit, if you go to the grocery store, people be in here and they Gucci and shit. Like, a 40-year-old white dude, he don't give a damn about no microphone. Really be like they be into white brands. You may, I mean, maybe like a Tory Burch, you might see them in like they, exactly they it wouldn't have been down. no damn guest purse. He wouldn't have brought no, it. No, it name. wouldn't have necessarily been a, a guest purse, but like white brands, they be white, they'll they'll wear different brands than some of the things that we find to be popular exactly it looks ridiculous like i actually subscribe well i i buy i don't i don't mind buying ferragamo shoes right but i subscribe to prada and they're i subscribe to the things to see what their new fashions are you don't you mind buying ferragamo shoes but you was arguing a few months about yeah. buying a chick a purse yeah, because I'm cheap when it comes to other people. Oh wow! So oh, I was gonna say, um, yeah, no, because like my my shoes were like five hundred dollar moccasins from Ferragamo. But the thing about it is, I'm subscribed to their fall lineup, right? And some of their clothes look ridiculous unless you're like a skinny Russian male. You know, mm -hmm. their, their, their clothes. A lot of the way they wear their clothes, even when they have the black models, they mm -hmm. get really skinny black dudes who look like skeletons. And you're like, wait a minute, black guys don't look like that. Like, if you look at the Prada fall fashions, the black guys have no shoulders. They they they're like, they 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 look like like they're starving, like Africans or some like, shit. Like uh, Asians or something. No, 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 not like Asians because they're tall. <laughs> they look like starving Africans, and then they put these clothes on them, and they look ridiculous. You know, that's what I'm saying. White people wear stuff that we they believe wearing some. Ted Baker or Acme Studios or stuff that we don't even know what it is by, by seeing it. Hey, Rose, you know what it is? White people dress like they dance all uncoordinated. That's what it is. But it'll cost money. Like, you won't even know. Like, it may be something that's six, five hundred dollars. Like, people be thinking, like, oh, that's just some khaki pants and it's cheap, but it may cost money. Oh, two thousand dollar coats, three thousand dollars. But see, why do you think they so deep in fucking credit card debt? It's mm. like, yeah, they carry yeah, way more debt than us. We talk about how much we spend, but like their credit card debt be insane. But you have to remember the reason why. The reason why we usually have less credit card debt than them is because it's harder for us to get credit than it is for them. That's to true get. too. That's true too. Like I got like I have an 850 middle score across the board. So the bottom line is I can apply for any credit card. I'm gonna get it. Thing about it is I barely use the credit cards. When they get them, they're buying fucking new outfits every goddamn week. It's like I don't play that way. I don't do that. Mm -hmm. That's just stupid. But they have nice material. I got I gotta say the materials last. Like my Ferragamos, I had those for a while, and their materials are good, but you know, it, it's like my only thing is, it's like they they charge you way too much, way too much. 
a lot of that stuff's handmade in like Italy or, or France. So they, they figure just because of that, they can charge you like 10 times what it should be worth. Meanwhile, you got black kids buying sneakers made in Indonesia for five and six hundred dollars, and the sneakers cost them like three or four dollars to make. It's ridiculous. Um, shout out, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says that wasn't a show for a panel. I'm glad they didn't open it. You mm. let people have that wild. You let people that have wild views and opinions. You let them talk. It ain't worth the time to challenge them because they ain't trying to hear shit you gotta say anyway. Here's the problem. I wasn't trying to talk to her. See, the thing about it is a lot of the talk that we do back and forth, it's not to that person specifically. It's for the audience. You're doing it for the show. Nobody gives a shit about her. It's just, it's for the show. I have a question because I saw something that I didn't see get and you know and I want to know like of course we know black women whenever they put this information out like the woman earlier who I'm sorry Danny were you done reading the super chat? Uh-huh. Okay. When they put that information out, like the woman earlier who talked about the 2000 men that she slept with and yada, 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 they get a bunch of flack. But I saw this woman that I come came across and she was turning 40 and for her 40th birthday, she wanted to sleep with 40 men and she was married and she was white. And um, the response Rose, in was completely I'm different. Sorry. Rose, you supposed to be pro-black. You supposed to know that answer. Come on hey, now. Listen, why is the response different when it's a white woman and she does because being nasty and you you listen, masquerades come parties come from Europe. You know what a masquerade party is? It's where you dress up in long robes, put on masks so nobody knows who's who, mess with each other and each other's wives. It's in their nature to be nasty. I just want to know why is the response Um, different when a white woman talks about the fact that she want to sleep with 40 men at 40, a married white woman, but a black woman. Because it's in their nature. It's not in our nature to be nasty. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. The response was not different. Better Bachelor (laughs) and I believe Replicant Fish and a couple of these other white dudes who do their own white manosphere thing, Mm -hmm. they responded to that video. I didn't Mm -hmm. see the black manosphere respond to it. Either some of them didn't see it or they didn't. What they said. No, they, they were all against it. They were like, yeah, these high body count hoes and this, that, and other. And you know how we did it. We were like, yeah, this is why you got to get your Yeah, get divorced and married the next day. Listen, white yeah. women, they not judge like that. They expected well, to. Uh, there was one that one of these dudes posted. I think it was, it might have been Baller X, where he showed that there was this white couple, these, these Ozark Mountains looking Appalachian ass redneck white couple. And the wife was cucking the husband. And she was inviting guys over, and the husband's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm just fine with it. Some of these white people, they will keep a marriage going, and the guy is being cut, and the guy is cucking himself. Like, he, they invite black guys over to bang their wives, and they're recording the shit. Like yeah, I've been approached by white people at a bar. You're right. Some of these dudes believe in sperm competition theory, and they think, yeah, by I, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. They believe that by watching another man fuck their wife, that it will give them the energy to get it up and to produce better sperm so that they can... Listen. I swear, I'm not making this up. You can look this it up. This woman slept with... So wow. listen, like having a train, you know, you about 40 men coming in back to back. Like who was like, I'm next. I'm- <laughs> well, as for that, that black rapper chick, I mean, but we, you, you know, we're in a space of a lot of guys who would be last in the train. So, you know, 
pre-sister George, that's part of that pattern. What? Y'all are doing the underhanded shade remarks and the smokes. And, and you think that nobody... Big Chuck! Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Hold up, Concrete. Hold up, hold up. Big Chuck. So I be kind of liking in the space to like having like distant relatives, right? What? And y'all are like my distant relatives. Not and really. I'm going to talk shit about y'all, but I love y'all yeah, just the same. Y'all cuz, You ain't got to stress the truth, though, Rose. You ain't got to exaggerate the, the, the sarcasm. I'm just saying, like, I'm going to talk shit. Y'all be talking shit, too. I be like, but what? All our shit talking is based on facts. Y'all cuz them, and we know cuz them will be like, I'm next. I'll go last. <laughs> hey. 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 The, the one thing I want to ask you is, why are some some women, and I've seen this before, why are some women want to, uh, you know, sleep with so many men? I've seen an instance mm-hmm. where there were two women competing for how many men were going to sleep. I mean, why do they want to do that? That doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. Hey, brother, that starts at a young age. I remember back when I was a teenager, I saw two black girls fight over who give head the best. I'm dead damn serious. Are you serious? Yeah. About that type of activity. Wow. But um, really quickly, up something like that, and then be like, (laughs) and just drop that type of stuff like it's just something regular. That's what he see in the hood, baby. Uh, Smooth says white people like white brands: Gucci, Louis, Tom Ford, Marc Jacobs. Everything ninjas wear ain't white brands. Got it. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Smooth. Appreciate. Yeah, white people just own them. Mm-mm-mm. I just want. I just found that to be pretty interesting. That it, it be some hypocritical stuff going on, and y'all don't like when we point it out. Listen, when we, when we saw that video, the the response to it was the same. I think it had something to do with the fact that she wasn't attractive at all, and she also wasn't really known in the space. Either one of those women, because even this. Uh, the one who said she wanted to sleep with 40 guys and oh. the one that Baller X brought on who was cussing. She her wasn't life. attractive? No, she looked terrible. She looked like one of them redneck Ozark yeah. Mountains Appalachian Trail bitches. The black girl wasn't attractive no, either? No, no. They were, no, no. The black one that you just brought on, the other two were white. I'm talking about this one that you... This, Priscilla, this Priscilla is attractive. Well, Priscilla? you Wait, who's Priscilla? Who are you talking about not attractive? The one who slept with 2,000 people? Okay, first of no, all, no, he's all the way on something else. The 40, yes. the one who wanted to sleep with 40 men for her 40th birthday. That's okay. number one. She was not attractive at all. Okay. Number two was the one that Bala X brought on. Not he didn't bring her on, but he did a clip on his channel about the her cucking her husband. That lady looked terrible. Oh. Now, this one that you just brought on, this one with the 2000 body count or whatever. It's like I don't know how some of these manosphere dudes feel about women like that, but that's absolutely disgusting. But that's normal though. You got chicks out here on Twitter posting them sleeping with 50 guys every weekend. Yeah, that's that's normal. That's like I said, I've been to the swing. I know about people in the swinger lifestyle. It's always ran by older women. Always. What were you doing there? Uh-oh. Because of course I because I know I was there to have some fun, but here's the thing: I'm coming as a what single kind of guy. Andrew, say you were doing research. No, I'm gonna keep it real. I listen, listen. I I know some little fa- I know some famous freaks that's into that. I know some girls that did amateur porn. I'm cool with. I went with some porn stars. You might know Lisa Lisa New York. I've been to swinger parties with her. 
he's cool with. Yeah, that's why you be thinking the worst of every woman. Whoa, 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 whoa. Most, most women are promiscuous. Just because you promiscuous don't mean I won't be cool with you. Come on now, let's keep it real. Most women are sluts. That's a fact. So you what like I'm saying. Those. When you go to the to the swinger lifestyle, those are old ass black women on Facebook and groups setting that shit up. These women's 40, 50 years old. So what you think they were doing when they was 18? So most women have higher body counts than men. They didn't start doing that until they got like old, old. No, 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 no. No, but the promiscuous lifestyle starts from middle school on up. Come on now. We all knew what was going around when he's middle school, junior high school. Lord have mercy. Come on now. So Andrew, so you was there fucking other dudes, girls while the Mia watched? No, single people go there too, dear. You got to realize it's not just all single couples. A lot of single people go to single parties. It was a lot were, of. Were you, were you the bad buck? I said a lot of single people go to swinger parties, so I met a lot of girls. It was their first time going. A lot of girls I saw there wasn't with no dude. You, you know, know women lie about their shit, right? Oh, I never Listen, think that. Single people are allowed time. to go to swinger parties too. It's nothing but a get together. You you got drinks all night, food all night. It's nothing but a, a it's like a black house party, and people have sex if they want to or not. It's not it's not that big of a deal. Um, so some people just be lawyers. Some people just voyeurs. They're not necessarily there for that. They just watch. Well, then, then sometimes if you want to do a porn tape, they'll film it. I know one time I was there, some people was having sex. They filmed it, made made, made a little tape for them or whatever. Did you, so, were, I mean, were, so so do, do you just sit around and watch? No, I'll just sit around and watch. You got chicks that might be bopping. You got chicks that dudes that line up. Chicks might bop off every dude in the room. You got, you know how black women get down. They're going to eat. Compliment each other. You Listen, know how black women get down. They don't do some lesbian men, stuff when they're at a party. So that's men, what happens. And I know how black men get down too. I know how y'all are. As a woman at a, at a at a swinger party, you're sleeping with men and women. A man can't out out sex a woman. Mm. You know that. Men don't get gangbang. Women do. So my point is, y'all act like y'all surprised that a lot of chicks got two thousand bodies. That's I'm not surprised. At all. Listen, that's don't talk, don't say that like that's just a normal thing for a woman to have two thousand people right. that she's been with. Come it's on, a now. normal thing for women to get gangbang on a regular by different crews of dudes. I know this. I that's know women that's been normal thing. How many women you think getting gangbang by different dudes? It happens all the time. That, that's no. why we got terms for it, like bust down. It yeah, happens. But if you're hanging around swinger parties and hoes and porn stuff. But yeah, damn, see, every girl is a hoe. That's my point. Every time y'all oh thought Lauren Hill was a good girl, she was a hoe. Y'all thought Erica Badu was a good, she a hoe. Y'all thought Matt Angelo was good, she was a hoe at fifteen. Even she was a prostitute chasing white white tricks. Well, wait, 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 my Angela was like uh, molested or something. But she, she was a hoe. She was a tripper and a prostitute at fifteen. Yeah, she was a prostitute. Oh, so oh. y'all keep thinking falling on. for this uh positive black woman prototype. I mean, it's hard to find. Come on now. I, I can't. I, I, I just can't. But do, but I'm do, trying do to you figure think... out. Go ahead, Eugene, because all I'm going to do is get on Andy's ass about being at the whole parties. And Eyes wide shut. That? Eyes wide shut. We know what he there doing. Oh, somebody's missing trapeze in Atlanta. I know about that spot, too. I ain't never been there. But, yeah, these women get down. They, they got swinger club swinger. I'm telling you, these women get down. Some of the people in the chat know. Yeah, but do you think these women... Some of these women will stay hoes forever. Like you mentioned, you, know, you mentioned my my Angelou you know, was a prostitute. But you know, do they do they all want to stay that way forever? I know my retire. 
when they so, get a white man, nah, but she chasing white men. She act like she was just pro-black chick. I mean, I guess she was pro-black women, not pro-black male. She was chasing white boys all her life. Just like the other kids. The interesting kids. thing is a lot of the, that was another topic I wanted to bring up. The interesting thing is a lot of the black women that I see on like on social media that date black uh white men, they 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 claim that they pro-black. Like they be like, like hardcore the with the pro-black facts, but they date white men. Do you mean like the little mermaid? No, just period. Not just the little and mermaid. And they dogged a little mermaid ass out. Yeah, but why did they white? You mean to tell you Hollywood doesn't even believe black love exists anymore? They got the little black mermaid and she's got like a white prince husband. Have you looked that guy up? That guy looks like he's French or some shit. Well, not just the little mermaid facts though, like just period. I don't know what they be trying to prove, but the black women that I see that date uh or marry black uh, or white men they um they go hard in the paint for to prove that they're conscious conscious and they're you know woke and i find that to be very interesting you know yeah. the go ahead eugene yeah I, I can tell you why some of these women are like that because you know there are some black women you know who actually really didn't look at race when going to some of these white guys i mean they're just looking for love forever Whereas you, you got so? some of them who truly divest because of their hatred of black men. There's a big difference. Mm. Um, that's interesting. I don't know if like I, I'm never I'm not one of those people who believe in that whole love is love. You can't help who you love. You just walk down the street and it hits you on top of the head like an apple falling from a tree. Like I'm not one of those people who believe in that concept that love is love. I believe that love is an action word, that love is a series of action, that love doesn't happen to you, that love takes a series of intentional steps. I've never fell and tripped and, you know, tripped and fell and into love with somebody. But I know people that will make that um statement and say you know they can't help who they fell in love with as if you know it just happened just something that happened to them and i've never been one to believe that um you have to be open to even entertaining someone outside of your race to date and potentially fall in love with someone that is of another race so I don't know what it is. I think that these women just want to prove that they still have an allegiance to their race, despite the fact that they are dating outside of their race. Whereas when I see men who date outside their race, it's like they want to forget that they were ever a part of the black race. And the interesting thing about that is if you look up like mixed talk, I follow the hashtag mixed talk and biracial talk on TikTok. Like the children that are born out of these relationships have a whole host of um, issues. Uh, I've been showing my husband a lot of the videos that I see and the children that are born out of these relationships, they say that, you know, their fathers haven't fostered, um, you know, relationships with them and the black community and or they've allowed or permitted their white mothers to, you know, speak horribly about black women or the black community and you know um, they felt rejected because of what they believed the black community would say about them or how the black community would treat them and they you know uh their white family didn't accept them and they thought the black community would reject them like these young girls and i haven't seen any black boy or uh, mixed boys doing it but a lot of mixed girls doing it and they're talking about the trauma that they experience at the hands 
hands of their mother and how their fathers failed them because they didn't in some ways intervene um, on, you know, on their behalf and try to aid them in knowing more about their race and their culture and stop their mother from pushing these poisonous ideas about black women and and the like no, wait, wait, what, what what poisonous ideas about black women just saying all of these horrible things about black women and some like of these what? like what how awful black women are and how you know black women are are, are angry and black women hey, are when are you going to get to the lies though <laughs> yeah black women are angry Listen, all okay, so <laughs> the, point, the point of the matter is that these girls are now seeing themselves as quote unquote black women. So they believe all of these things that their mother said about black women, they're now uh, applying them to them themselves and they feel like their mother feel like that about them. Like somehow they they are um they're uh adopting those thought processes that their mother had about themselves because their mothers had such strong opinions about black women in the black community and they feel like their fathers didn't do anything to um you know intercede or well, hold on that's how big truck gonna be yeah that's exactly right no but i want to bring something up my bad go ahead what go ahead andrew i gotta bring something important here's the thing it's basically you saying black women that date white guys versus the reason that black men date white women. Basically, that's the, the point, right? No, no, no. I was just saying the different. I was highlighting one of the primary differences that I see in black men who date white women and black women who date white men. So black men who date white women, black men who date white women, they seem like they want to escape the black community. No, nah, I'm who date white men, I see them, they seem like they want to prove their allegiance to the black community and trying to do this pro-black thing. Not all of them, but I'm seeing a lot of this lately where black women are like, I'm still black, I'm still pro-bliggity black. Yeah, and but here's the difference though. When black women usually chase white boys, just like that Prince Sella chick, it's always a stupid competition. We never said nothing about chasing the white boys, though. No, but, his, but I'm talking about no. why black women date white men. I, listen, I got cousins and stuff that smash a bunch of white girls. They still prefer black women. They got kids by black women. Men will sleep with different women. It's just mm -hmm. in their nature. But when I see black women sleeping with white boys, they always capping to do so. Like, for instance, it was a chick I used to sleep with, right? This a is white girl? And she, of course, I only slept with one white girl. Listen, it was a chick I used to sleep with. Damn. And right, she was talking about why she started dealing with white dude, white dudes, because she said that most black dudes are smashing white girls. I said that's a lie because you notice by stats, most black men have kids with black women. They black men have no problem getting sex from black women. Even if a a black dude is sleeping with a white girl, he's still bagging and going out to spots where mostly black women are and pulling black women. So the problem is women are always competing with men. Just because there are some black dudes in your area that's sleeping with white white women don't mean they prefer that. And you shouldn't sleep with white dudes as on some competition like, oh yeah, take that, I can do it too. That's stupid. That's the point that people don't ever bring out. That mm -hmm. black women aren't naturally attracted to white boys. They just sleep with white boys to, you know what I'm saying, to just try to get at us despite mm -hmm. us. And it's stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, M. Mills, why don't you come up here and break it down for us? I would love to hear your opinion. I'm just talking about what I see personally. 
But um, I want to like, listen, baby, don't make me pull up some of these videos because I find it just very interesting. Like these, like, you know how um, it was uh, the woman, she looks like Skeletor. She was the, oh my gosh, she was uh, with Trump's campaign and her daughter came out and she started busting her out. She started embarrassing the family and exposing the family and kind of saying some things. Like it's kind of like watching all of these mixed girls expose like their family secrets. And it's so interesting that I'll be like, oh, I'll be kind of hooked on the videos. And that's what had me following the hashtag. Cause I was like, they tell it all the tea, all the tea. It's real interesting. Yeah, give a woman enough time, she'll tell you everything. <laughs> oh my gosh! Literally. But what do you don't, don't don't you feel like that somehow, some way that the fathers failed these their daughters? No, in some no, sense? no, they didn't fail anything. First of all, especially in the cases of the fathers who decided that they, you know, they're going to marry outside. Okay, I'm sorry. Especially if they marry outside and they move away from the community, they didn't fail anybody. What's happening is the teen is going through self-identity issues because mm. they found themselves in a racist country and they have a black man and a white mother mm. which are the two most oppressed groups that this country has ever <laughs> known. Because black women, keep in mind something, even mm. during slavery, black women were sleeping in the house. Whether master was fucking them or they would just what? clean up. Excuse me. The house nigga and the slave nigga, do I have to go that far? First of all, during slavery, during slavery, excuse me, during slavery, white couples had black women nursing their kids, the milkmaid. So yeah. the black women, the mammy, uh -huh. were, black women had more freedom than black men did, even during slavery. Period. I want you to just understand something. Black people in general, there was no such thing as segregation during slavery. It was all about power. As soon as segregation ended, then they were like, yeah, you got to get the fuck out of here. But mm -hmm. they would still hire you, just like in that movie with the, with the women who baked that pie that was, they were shitting it. I can't remember the name of the movie. The hell what I'm talking about. The hell. Bottom line is, the bottom line is, black women had more freedom than black men did. And a lot of those interracial relationships some of them weren't just rape some of them were massive falling in love with his black maid or whatever it was so that's true that's why you got hbcu colleges for them a lot of kids that black women chose to have exactly so when you had all of these high yellow young girls who were going through identity crises because they had either a white father or a black mother and then they felt the racism from all those white women who were around them calling them a dog and a mongrel and this, that, and other. They were Ooh. abused by white women. A lot of them, you know, white women killed, um, committed more um, murders during slavery than anybody. Like, literally, there were a lot of Southern states that had to pass laws that um, made it to where it was illegal to convict a white person of murder for killing a slave because white women killed more, and it was babies and, and slaves like because of their um husbands fathering these and exactly no, i agree with that but yeah. you also you have to remember something the, mm -hmm. the slaves were property right so you couldn't simply kill them because that would be like the same thing as me busting the windows out your car that oh was, but they did i've seen news I know yeah. what you're saying. You're saying that if Massa impregnated one of them, that they would uh, abort that kid themselves yeah. in order to hide that from the community. Yeah, I totally understand that. 
But still, you have to remember the whole point of they were interbreeding black men and black women in order to have more slaves because they couldn't enslave mixed race um, white kids. They couldn't do it. So that's one of the reasons they had to kill them. The, yeah, they were enslaved too. They just typically worked in the house and things of that nature. The difference is, okay. you know, the interesting thing that you just pointed out, what I'm seeing is a lot of black women, a lot of like divesters even and black women. I see them making an argument that black men and white women are two sides of the same coin. They are saying that black yeah. men yeah. and white women are enemy of the state of black or of black exactly women. Right. Because, yeah, first of all, because white liberal feminism doesn't work without black women and without black men. It just doesn't work. They, yeah. Uh-uh. If what anything is destroying, if anything is destroying the white male hegemony, it's white women. White women are just first of all, let, let me just under, understand something. This black men with the passport bros thing, this has been going on forever with white men going outside this country. But now they're feeling it because they actually see their numbers shrinking and white men don't give a fuck. And they're going, they're still getting these Asians. They're still getting these uh, South Americans. White women are, are on TikTok calling white men predators and shit mm -hmm. because they're going overseas and they're getting these Asian women because they refuse to deal with white feminism. They refuse to deal with it. <laughs> So, and I, I just watched a video like that. I think the, the guy's the channel was Yesh and uh, Yesh something. He's a passport bro and he speaks Brazilian Portuguese. And the thing about it is there's a, white, there's a lot of these white women who consider themselves uh, feminists and they're coming out calling white men predators and everything mm. you know, because they're going and they're getting uh, impoverished or developing country mm. uh, Asian or Hispanic women. White, the white race, if you look at the last census, their numbers are shrinking. Oh, yeah. And their numbers are absolutely shrinking in a way that you could see it. Even the black numbers grew a little bit. Yeah, I, I noticed. I noticed. Shrinking. Hispanics but you know what I find interesting? I always found it interesting because I could not understand why black women don't see white men as a bigger threat than I, I could oh, not understand. Black men and white women. Well, you know, and I don't give a damn. Why do you ask a difficult question? The simple, the simple fact is, women are always attracted to the man in charge. Yeah, and I That's get that. I, and I, I've, been, I've been trying to say this for the longest. The the problem that you're really having with black men is that number one, they're experiencing Elizabeth Kubler Ross's stages of grief over black women, and then on top of that, they're experiencing enemy because they're in a country that they don't control. Black men do not control this country. Yes. We're just along for the ride. Those Meanwhile, are common sense things. Those are things that any person would be able to surmise. Like I knew those things, but I, I heard this woman say something that I found to be very interesting recently. Yesterday, I came across a video and she was saying, uh, she talked about like how um, she came across an article and it was about Olympians and it, about the Olympics and how they talk about like how silver medalists, uh, you know, suffer from, you know, this, this, this horrible, you know, envy because like you know being the runner-up is kind of the worst place to be 
that, you know, as the runner up that you, you know, being in second place because you just missed it, how, you know, envious you are and how, how you have these, you know, awful feelings of, 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 of pity and things of that nature. And she compared that to both white women and black men because black men are not white men because of their race, but they are men. And then white women are not white men because of their sex, but they are white. Whereas she, she stated that black women don't have these, these feelings of pity and, and, and things that they suffer from that, you know, black men do. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Oh, okay. No problem. Carlin Carlin said you have to submit right now. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just found it to be kind of an interesting analogy. I had never heard of, uh, you know, anyone making that type of analogy before, but I found it to be quite interesting that she drew that parallel. And I was like, oh, wow. But I had always, I mean, those things that you pointed out were like no brainers to me. And those are things that I had already thought of like, okay, well, I mean, of course, like these would be common sense reasons as to why. Um, but I was like, there has to be something deeper. But when I saw that analogy yesterday, I found it to be kind of interesting and, and almost a little bit uh, amusing that, you know, uh, she was drawing a parallel that black men and white women were kind of these, you know, runner runner ups to, to white men. And they were so envious that that it, it, it impacted them on such a great level that they just couldn't ha- can't handle it. Rose, can I bring up something very important that people in the chat sure. failed to realize? Yeah. Um, people are talking about that since black well, some black women were slaves. Remember, black women didn't start coming to this country to around 1780 because y'all can't build like men can. They only start bringing black women here when the Arabs start uh, stop funding uh, to ship blacks here. So it wasn't that many black female slaves versus male slaves. Also, but also. Yes, there were black female slaves that threw themselves at white men doing slavery. You know why? Because at the end of slavery, this is documented fact. Where you did the term daddy and zaddy as a flirt term come from? Black women used to walk the streets saying daddy to random white dudes they saw, hoping they would make her his side piece and ship them up north to live a better life. So that's not where taking it at that point. HBCUs got college. Like, HBC- black women during slavery were property. They I said, don't I, I said after slavery, they okay, right after slavery, when they knew it went down, they were chasing white men for a better life. You don't think they were trying to get a better life and get out of it during it too? That's no, a fact. Where, where do this stuff come from? Like Andrew, it, like, it, where, it's, where it's a documented this? fact that black women will go Document around calling white is, boys daddy. Where, where Andrew, where is that documented? Yeah. It's a, I have to look it up. I have to look it up and try to send so it, but I've seen it before. I'd love to read it. No, that's a. It's also a fact that HBCU stars colleges got started for have breed kids that black women had with these white boys. That's why HBCUs got, got started. I'm sure you know about that. No, that, no, I didn't. I know HBCUs were started because um, black the black people weren't allowed or segregated um, out of regular school. Yeah, I understand that, but but so these mulatto kids had to go to school somewhere, and they were supposed to give an advantage. But my point is, though, people making it seem like black women didn't throw them sometimes throw themselves at at a man for a better life. Listen, I'm I'm not doubting. There there, there were uh, I I do believe that there were some exceptions that you know there were like I'm not doubting that there were some fee- black 
enslaved women that were throwing themselves at, at slave owners for whatever reason, whether it be for soap, for what they thought they could be, you know, they could be freed. Where I think that, you know, there were women that were in these relationships that even appeared consensual. Like some people believe that Sally Hemings almost seemed to be in a consensual relationship with Thomas Jefferson. Like I'm not doubting that there were relationships that appear consensual and even some where the women maybe throw themselves at. However, I also understand that there is a psych psychology to someone being enslaved that I will never understand. Like literally that, that, that there are things that people will do to survive that I cannot fathom. I can't fathom what the mind frame of a person is when they are trying to survive, when they are but, trying to keep their husband free or on the same plantation or keep their Rose, Do you understand that women sleep with the victor no matter how dirty he was? Women sleep with people that murder a lot all the time. Do you think the Idi Amin's and, and, and Mussolini's didn't have a bunch of women chasing them? So if the, so if women are, are cool with sleeping with murderers, they sleep with slave masters too. That's yeah, in a woman's nature. It's a self-defense measure. Like, for example, there's a, there's a movie real quick. Uh, it's called A Woman in Berlin, right? And basically, when the Russians came in after they overthrew uh, Hitler and they took over Berlin, the Russians were raping, like, every woman they could get their hands on. So there were some of those women who would try to partner up with the Russian officers because they knew that they had the power to protect them from the other Russian soldiers who were just non who were like regular guys from getting their hands on them. So a lot of that is self-defense. Is it their first choice? Probably not. Absolutely. That's what I'm it, saying. You don't think that there were men that gave up their body to protect their families? You don't think there were men that gave up their body to protect like, like like their family? Like, Imagine. literally, this is what people did to survive, and it is yeah. absolutely despicable for us to sit up here with the freedoms that we have today and pass judgment. That's, yeah. that's pretty trifling. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of those women who survived slavery by sleeping with the zaddy just to mm -hmm. keep him off of their daughter. Absolutely. Like, you know? and, and we can't, like, we don't even know what they had to endure. Like, it's just, we don't know. But let me read the super chat real quick. Jay the Conqueror says, sounds to me like we need to leave the country. That's what I've been saying. Oh my gosh, I'm not about to say passport bros are winning. Jay the Conqueror, I don't know if it was for soap. I don't know if it was for a fat back. I don't know what it was for. I don't know if it was for a watermelon. It could have been for a couple of dollars. Listen, it could have been for a couple of shekels. Who knows? I don't know. It could have been for a freaking goat. I don't know what it was for. I'm just saying who, you know, it's anachronistic for us to use today's time, today's rules to, for us to use what we have applicable in today's society, today's morals, today's values and apply it to what they did in yesteryear. In addition, as a parent, as a wife, like you, like literally, if somebody tell you I'm about to chain you up, I'm about to whoop your A every day, I'm beating you, you're going to have lashes, I'm going to pour lie into your your wounds and i'm gonna take your child from you abuse your child like who knows what you would do to to survive to keep your child alive to keep your husband near you like you don't know you don't know you don't y'all they do something strange for um for for for, for karen 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't second guess them. But my thing is, as far as white women go, like we we know basically the white man's got the gold medal here. Now the only question, like I don't even maybe it shouldn't even be a question. White women are basically number two. The problem is they want to be number one. They ain't ever gonna be number one. Period. So the question is, who's number three? The black man or the black woman? I'd have to say it's probably the black woman. So the black woman's got the bronze. That's and the thing, though. Like there's no points. There's no points for fourth place. I'll never understand why we have so much in like like the thing is we literally don't understand how um I I don't understand for the life of me why we don't un, why we don't see the what the true target should be. We are literally spending spinning our wheels fighting each other when the true target is literally laughing at us they were like that this is what they want they want us to continue the infighting because they can continue lining their pockets they can continue laughing at us while they continue to get rich have us working for them continue to you know have us to um you know buy uh, spend our money on on frivolous things that don't matter continue to not value one another continue to berate each other on publicly continue to you know kill each other continue to you know um um put um poison in our bodies continue to do all of these ridiculous stupid things all while they live high off the hog oh well it's really simple black men don't really care about power black women do so the issue ultimately is that, as I said, black men are suffering enemy. They would just as soon disengage from this if they could. And they, because you know what they say, the only way to win is not to play. Well, that's where black men are. Black women are busy chasing after what white men have. White mm -hmm. women are busy chasing after what white men have. They'll never get to that first spot, but they're busy chasing it because they think that they can make it. That's the American dream. Black men don't believe in that shit. But you think that's like like for black men to not care about power? Like as a man, talk about power. If you give a black oh, man, if you give a black man enough money to survive, uh, easy enough job, and some in-house pussy, he will never fucking leave. He will he will he will happily be peaceful the rest of his life. He ain't chasing shit. The only reason why you can even keep black men in the work in the uh, what is it in the work zone, the rat race? The only way you keep them there is by threatening them with starvation. And that's it. That's kind of disturbing as women. And, and, and I'm going to tell funny, you. Ramilla said that a million times. Yeah. And only now do I like, like, do I really like think about what he was saying? Black men ain't worried about no fucking power. The only thing, and, and it, it's sad because it's a stereotype. They say, yeah, black men are only worried about sex. I, I have to agree with it. I really do. But see, the issue yeah, is like they it. know black men know that they can't get to that number one spot. So they're not even going to try. There's no point. There's just no well, point. Let me read the super chat real quick. Smooth says, Concrete, please explain how Cardi Flea was saying things as she sees it based on facts that none of you really challenge. I doubt that it's a fact your hubbies approached you because they, because they, because they wanted to use you. Um, I think we did challenge those things. Um, I did smooth. Oh, yeah. Last show week. And we also summarized our thoughts on the entire. We did a review on part of um, the um, interview. And then last show, we summarized our 
thoughts on the entire interview. And I did say that I do believe that men want situations that will benefit them. And I believe even my husband wanted to ensure that our relationship and any pretty much relationship that he's in does benefit him. But I want to also make sure that a relationship benefits me. And what I mean by that, an example would be he is um, he had a you know holistic health store for a very long time. Um, the way in which he can ensure that I benefit him is to make sure that I am quote unquote teachable. And what I mean by that is that he can pour into me and that I am receptive to his teachings. Um, he can teach me about herbs. He can teach me about iridology. He can teach me you know all the knowledge that he has so that um, he's investing in me and that um, I can. Um, that I can um, help him with the business and that we can, you know, rebuild the business together and that that can be our legacy together. And it can be something we pass down to our children and our grandchildren. So thereby it does benefit him, not necessarily to use me, but so I am a direct benefit to him. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Why would, uh, if, if, if marriages are a business, why then would a, a husband want to ensure that his um, partner is a good business investment, right? The, the, that's a good point. And a man should be able to trust his wife with the business, with the money, with the future of whatever it is. The issue ultimately is a lot of these guys don't trust y'all. That's the problem. It comes, it really comes down to shattered trust. They don't trust when they don't trust the women. It's just that simple. You know, there's, there's some cultures where the man goes out, works, he just brings the money home, hands it to the wife. She pays all the bills. She takes care of the house. The only thing he comes home for yeah. is food and to get a back rub and to get fucked. And that's it. And then he's right back out there working. And some of these and men the, don't have great. no leadership qualities and they don't have anything to pour into a woman. But no, Jay, no, 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 no. You, see, here's the problem. A man doesn't necessarily have to lead. But what he has to do is do his manly job. He has to be the provider. See, that woman's at home waiting for him to come back because he's bringing that paycheck. All she's doing is refueling Listen. his ass and putting him back out on the job. And they're building. But here's the thing. Those cultures are building towards something. Can you say the same about black culture? Yeah, but that's the problem. Like, if you aren't a leader, then then I don't understand how this can work. Like, if you aren't a leader, you, you are literally just pouring into someone else's dream. You are literally just funneling, you're funneling and fueling someone else's dream. But I wanted to say this really quickly. No, Jay the Conqueror, it's far more than plants. And this is very lucrative. If you look all around you, herbs and the study of natural holistic health is all around you and it is big business sir and yeah he has done it for over 20 years and he knows all about it so um yeah it's 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 very big business um but anyways really quick let me read this one too let, so me, read this one. Says, let, let me read this one let me read this one uh let me read it real quick big truck because we're trying to wrap it up and, and I'll let, let me read this one let me read it okay truck. yes this one's for smooth yeah. so shout out to smooth uh black men don't care about power that's a quote by Big Truck Series Review. Can we be your soldiers too, Jen from the block? Ah! Big Truck, he is right. So y'all were the one I, I found out about her because she came on your show. Mm -hmm. And then I followed her around for a little bit. Ah. And apparently, oh. 
these dudes see this is what they this is what your average black man in the manosphere does mm. when they see a black dude going on uh women's panels even yours when they see him go then they try to chastise you and this that and other but see what's so true understand is i'm coming from a position of power above him so i can do pretty much whatever i want lions do not argue with food and mm. you are food, and I would eat you. So I don't oh. have to worry about what the yeah, sheep Mark. think about me because you're nothing but a plate of food with a fork and a knife. That's all you are. So anyway, thank you. You want to read the next one? Uh, that's it. So we're actually going to start the process <laughs> to wrap it on up. Um, uh, be here for Dr. Eugene because Big Truck Hog in the mic. Baby forever. Um, you are you are always so quiet and polite and mannerable when you come Mr. up. Mr. George, was that quickie fun? <sighs> Listen, you when got, you get married and you're able to do that, then you can tell me about that. I don't know about that. Um, five minute pop pop. That's for you, Jane. Lovely. Oh, oh shit, I can't wait to add in here to the discussion. Anything that you want to add of value to go ahead and you know summarize your thoughts on what we've been discussing. Anything. Um, you you were talking. About, I, I've caught sort of lost track on what you were talking. You were talking. It doesn't about. matter. Anything you want to add? We didn't been all over the place. Thanks mainly to Big Truck because you know that's what he do. Um, yeah. Anything? Yeah. Any thoughts that you have? Yeah, I do want to say that. And I said this on another site. You know, what's you know, black female, black males. You know, we're really starting to you know drift further and further apart. I mean. It all started with, you know, you know, black women dogging black men out and then, you know, black men talk about black women ain't shit or black black women talk about black men ain't shit. And then, um, you know, all of a sudden women and some men, you know, going out to the best. Now we got the situation where, you know, we're going out of the, you know, men are going out of the country to, to find love. I mean, we're just drifting apart, and now all of a sudden, you know, what black women are starting to see, you know, they're losing. So what do they do? They they start this so-called soft girl error. Now, let me say something about this soft girl error. Okay. You know, if black women, you know, want to say, you know, they start, you know, they're gonna they're gonna start being feminine. They're gonna listen to the men. Are they genuine? Some might be, but I don't think most of them. You know, to me, most of them are not because, I mean, to to all of a sudden, you know, say you know, you know, they want to be feminine. They want to be next to the men. You know, some can be genuine, but then some can might end up being chameleons, and. You know, it, it's all in a matter of, you know, do these women, you know, want, you know, actually did some soul searching to see, you know, if, you know, they are really, really want to get to the black men or do some of them have other plans? You know, that's basically what I want to add, add into this. Thank you, uh, Dr. Eugene. Definitely appreciate you always. Appreciate you coming through and adding to the discussion. And that was definitely a good point and something to think about. So thank you for giving us your two cents and leaving us off with something to think about. Uh, appreciate you. 
Um, Andy, why you butt down? Um, uh, really quick, let me read the super chat from Jay the Conqueror. He says, if we're paying taxes, we'll always be funding someone else's dream. Time to migrate. Great migration. Migrate Um, where? Well, Jay the Conqueror, um, I, I guess you can look at it that way. However, if you're going to, you should also, and the thing is, if you look at it that way, you're paying taxes, the taxes go to a variety of things. I feel like you should also be ensuring that you're funding your own dream too. That That's just my thought. You, if you're funding somebody else's, make sure you also putting in to, um, putting something aside to fund your own as well. That's that's just my two cents. But um, Big Trucker, what do you have on the topic? What are your final thoughts? Well, I, I mean, yeah. Um, again, uh, you know, nice to talk to y'all, ladies. Glad to see y'all. It's you know, hopefully next time y'all have a guest, we can uh, you know do that panel thing at the end. You know, regardless of <laughs> what they're talking about. Hopefully, yes, um, but um, yes, uh, you know, just a good conversation all around. I, I would just say ultimately, like. This this whole thing, like, you know, we didn't really talk too much about that uh, chick that you talked about, that rapper. But my thing is, it, it it's a shame that, you know, females have gotten so lascivious and males have gotten lascivious to that point. It's really a shame. And uh, it really doesn't help the talking points in the manosphere at all. So, you know, I, I just think, uh, you know, I just wish things were better, but I don't believe they are going to be. So certain people are just going to have to scratch things out for themselves and they're just going to have to, you know, go their own way and do their own thing. Like me personally, I, I'm not worried about interracial marriage and children. Like black women, white men, I'm all for it. Black men, whatever, I'm all for it. It's like, I'm not worried about it because ultimately at this point, from what I see, it's like the black American or African Americans, we're not moving like the way we should be and whites are on the decline and we're just not moving at all. So if that's what it takes to force us forward, then that's just what it takes. Whoever I get with, I'm going to have black kids. I'm not worried about their color because I already know what that's going to be. I ain't worried about it. Don't have them kids on mixed talk crying because you ain't uh, making sure no, that they are there. Like be, my kids are going to have enough where they're not mixed up in any crime whatsoever. I'm not worried about that. I said crying because daddy let their non-black mom down black women <laughs> and teaching them about the black culture. That's right. Oh, please. First of all, chances are she won't be the one doing it. It'll be me. Oh, my dad keeps going on the computer and screaming shit at, at these women on the computer. And I am yeah. dead. going to be so messed up. Poor babies. Oh, yeah, no, poor babies. All right, ladies, y'all have a good night and everything. Make sure y'all submit. Take care. <laughs> Yeah, big trucker. I cannot stand. Lord have mercy. Every time he come up here. Girl, big trucker is one of my favorites with his crazy He is ridiculous. Smooth. Says, a 50-year-old Latina's foot soldier comes from a position of power. Interesting. That's a real soldier. What is he talking about? A 50-year-old. Oh, Oh, he's talking about Jen. Oh, Lord have mercy. Jesus, I was lost. You know what? It's a good thing Big Truck didn't catch on to that one. Thank you, Smooth. Appreciate you. Oh, Lord. And I'm a hater. I'm just saying, y'all got them 
kids on there traumatized. They're going to need a lot of therapy. Big truck, save up your money so you can um, pay for therapy for them kids. They're going to be um, on there like, fuck black women. Child going to be black as Listen, I don't really have any closing comments, but I got, a, I got a quick question in closing for you. Real quick, real quick. Okay. I just came across um, your son. You know who that is? Your son. Your son. Ari Fletcher's son. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Really? So I want to know to you. So I came across him. He's in the back of uh, her car, money bag car, somebody car, and listening to a song. And he's doing the gun signs like he's shooting somebody. Like, and I remember being a kid and like, I feel some type of way about this. And I'll ask you really quick and then I'll give my response. So he got to be like five and we know he a grown little boy. Um, but like, what was your son allowed to play with guns when he was a kid? And can, could he do like the little gun symbols when he was for, you know, three, four, five years old? Um, My child has never, ever, ever been allowed to play with guns, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, and I'm talking about real guns because, you know, there's a point after this, but we don't play with weapons, period. We are, um, no. Um, and then my child was not exposed to certain music mm. and certain content at a very young age because that was the type of behavior. I'm at, The clip actually just popped up on my phone. My child uh, wasn't exposed to that type of music and um certain content at a very young age because I, I you know of course you want to prevent that mm -hmm. now that being said um my son it has been has shot a gun before um we have Ooh. uh uh you know family outings um recently mm -hmm. i was no that was thanksgiving last thanksgiving mm -hmm. um family had a big trip and um he was allowed to shoot shoot a gun okay. um and a you know a couple guns you know just to give him some understanding but mm -hmm. you know we are very very big on safety mm -hmm. and being safe and safe and understanding what guns are for guns are to kill they're not to play with they're not a toy they're mm -hmm. not something cool to show off to your friends it's not for you to be running around acting like you hard um but um, it's for your protection. Um, so yeah, I, I do believe in teaching your children about weapons, but that's just me and my household. I do believe in teaching your children about weapons and teaching them how to use them properly. But um, all this old thug gangster shit, um, to is too first of all, putting him on the internet is nothing. It, 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 I don't like that. I, I think it's ghetto. I think it's um I think she does her her children a disservice. Mm -hmm. Um, but she's young and dumb and you know, I guess that's what they do. But I personally I wouldn't put my child on the internet like that. Um, because it shows what y'all are teaching him. It shows what he's learning. Um, y'all hadn't put put him on the fucking internet yet, um, for showing what a great reader he is or um showing him doing some math. Uh, or him actually understanding some some different concepts but what y'all have shown him is being a brat um him showing his ass you showed yourself twerking in front of him you've shown mm -hmm. yourself having him in adult places where children should not be yet um 
yeah, I think Ari does entirely too much. It's disgusting to me. Uh, I'm looking at the video. I don't like that at all. It's too yeah. much. Way too much. I don't like that. Um, um now my, my child has played with water guns, you know. Um, <laughs> we'll have water gun fights or some shit in the backyard or whatever. You know, we we're gonna because I, I I like you know, uh I think some of that stuff is fun, but um he definitely knows the difference between a real one and a fake one, and we don't play around with uh Mm -mm. we don't play around like that so you know um like growing up i know like my brothers like and in you know in my brothers couldn't play with guns like i remember and i never could understand like why they couldn't get guns for christmas like my brothers couldn't get guns for christmas and i like toy guns even and i like couldn't understand that and in hindsight like i hate that black kids weren't you know, for, and I understand the reasoning. Now you look at incidents like a Tamir Rice, and even though it was a BB gun, like the serious, you know, like literally there was a gentleman who had an airsoft gun in a Walmart and an incident happened where his life was taken. Like literally, I understand there are so many dangers around black boys, even with guns. And mm -hmm. uh, I think that it's important for black boys to understand gun safety and that they are not toys when we're talking about real guns. Mm -hmm. However, um, I do think that when boys are emulating guns and doing the pew, pew, pew and all of that type of stuff that they they're glamorizing them yeah. and that they are thinking that they're something that they're not. They don't understand the seriousness of weapons and what they mean yes. and that they can take a life. So I don't know if those lessons are being explained to him and it doesn't necessarily sound like it. And that is, you know, something to be concerned about. But, you know, I just don't think that it's anything that's cute. And, you know, it's just a lot as it relates to this world, this society that we live in and black boys, weapons and things of that nature. And it sounds like you have a really good approach to how you're introducing them to your son. And I commend you for that. But I was Thank just wondering, you, you know. Yeah, I I, I think um, the, the fucked up part about it is considering what just happened to that boy in L.A., you got him, you have countless rappers that have died and lost their lives due to gun violence. Um, you got the drill music culture. I, I, I'm, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, and you got your baby, like y'all be around him with this bullshit. But I, I noticed the thing with like, a lot of these little hip hop chicks, they they be trying to mold them babies into these little rappers and shit, yeah, or like these yeah. little thugs or dope boy. Like, exactly. like the 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 boy is rocking around with designer. They be putting a little gold chains on them. Right. And they got those ABCs like four years old. Like, and I'm gonna tell you something. Like, we can't act like like mothers have to take accountability. I saw a story where a mother had her 15 year old son come into the dollar general or something that she worked at with a BB gun and stick up the place to rob the place when she was yeah, close. Like, I heard come on, like, like for real, you know what I mean? Like problematic as hell. Like what are we coming to? It's, it's, it's problematic. Exactly. I don't like it. Exactly. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. It's um all the whole freaking thing is scary as hell. And it, it's just like, 
and then you putting him on the internet advertising this shit like you think is cute because she does think you know a lot of bitches be thinking that type of shit is cute oh he is gonna be a little thug just like he did out if you say something about it like yeah but now if you say something about it then you're 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 wrong when you say something about it but i think like putting your child in a position like that um you ain't doing yourself no no service and you doing the child a disservice with with doing stuff like that so i i just some of this shit has just been atrocious um yeah for sure I just wanted to say this real quick. It's a lot of stuff going on. Um, y'all, I appreciate y'all for coming through. Um, hug each other, hug somebody, love on somebody. Um, shit is just getting really, really rough out here. The world is getting crazier by the minute. Um, I'm praying for you guys' sanity and your safety. And, you know, I'll talk a little shit. I, I, I'm going to talk my shit about y'all. But, you know, I really do fuck with y'all. And I, I just want y'all to be safe. And um, that's it. That's all I got. Baby, we got something coming this weekend. It's going to be a really good discussion. We got a special guest. Like, stay tuned. Just be on the lookout. We, Baby, like, we ain't playing with y'all. Look. Mm, mm. Stay, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Mm-hmm. And um, for the people that's unsubscribing and resubscribing, baby, you know the time getting ready to go up, baby. The pr- yesterday's price ain't gonna be t- today's price. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, hit the like button and subscribe if you have not. Um, we thank you for your patronage. Is mm-hmm. that is that the word? Yep, that's the word. Okay, okay. Look at me. That's it. That's okay. it. Okay. All right, girl. Well, uh, hit me up after this concrete. I got some. Not another princess. Uh, no. no. <laughs> it's Princella, but not her. It's something totally different. Y'all are like this. Just stay tuned. All right, y'all. We're out. Peace.